0: Hello and welcome to episode 176 of the Gaming Fix Podcast on June 12th, 2021. I am your host, Andre Cole, aka your partner's favorite platform mascot. I am joined today by Pat.
1: Wait, favorite what mascot?
0: platform mascot like you know oh. like your, your your sly cooper your mario your oh. your sonic I'm, I'm gonna answer
1: for me and it's
0: probably it probably is ratchet actually okay i think that's probably my favorite i i respect it yeah and i agree i don't like because i don't like sonic mm-hmm. i don't it's got too much toed for you
1: Eh, that's one way to put it i don't particularly like mario I, there are some Mario games I like, but I don't particularly like Mario. It's too simple. I do kind of like Jack and Dexter, but I only really played Jack Two. Never, I never finished the first one. So, like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but I played, I played all the PS2 Ratchet games, and they were good.
0: Uh, I'll accept it. And also joining us this week, back after several weeks away,
2: Alex. Hello, hi. If I had to pick. A mascot, it'd probably be Bubsy, because mm-hmm. his visit to the museum was formative. Did, um, yeah,
0: the mascot of PC gaming, Bubsy. Does
2: yeah. <laughs>
0: Spyro count? Yeah, sure. Oh, the yeah. Answer Spyro. Then I like Spyro more than Ratchet. Okay, so
2: when you say platform, you mean like uh, I, I console I mean, platform, like, right? Not as in platforming.
0: <laughs> I mean, they're they're kind of tied together. Yeah, I would I would call I would call
1: um Ratchet and um spyro 3d
0: platformers totally and And then they're also like mascots for their respective platforms uh know, spyro at the time was like playstation and then like
1: it's funny because i really don't enjoy 2d platformers much at all Mm -hmm. but i really like 3d mascot platformers that's Uh, that's that's, blinks the time sweeper if you're Mm -hmm. nasty i never played that game but that is definitely in the genre it, it was just seemed thing. like punished ratchet. So
0: cameo elements of power <laughs> like a Punished oh, cameo. Ratchet. I played some cameo. Um, got remember, uh, what's it, the, what's that new one? Super Lucky's Tale. Yep. I can't remember
1: if we talked about this or not. Recently, I mean, also also if Banjo counts.
3: Yeah, of, strong, course that, Banjo of course. Banjo counts. Probably, yeah. yeah,
1: that's probably my favorite game. I might like Spyro more as a character than Banjo because he has like good tude
2: in my opinion.
1: Mm-hmm. He's like How, he's like cool dude did, um,
2: did any of y'all play um A Hat in Time? No. No. It was pretty good. Um what isn't that?
0: that a 2D game?
2: No, it's I 3D. Okay.
0: Um No idea.
1: I had I was gonna say something. I don't something, remember what it was. Something about banjo? No, was Donkey, Kong? About banjo. Donkey Kong.
0: Fills like that Donkey too. Kong I like Donkey Kong sixty four, but that's Donkey the Kong only one I like. The only one i like don't like pepsi man is that pepsi man a character platform platform character i don't know
1: yes uh oh oh i remember this isn't related to character platformers but it but 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 blinks made me think of it because i also played this game on xbox did we recently talk about the skittles game
0: (laughs) Um, excuse me (laughs) okay
1: do you know about the skittles game no no there was a oh there was a skittles role-playing game what <laughs> what what <laughs> it's called darkened sky i'm um i am not shitting you it is you you pick up skittles candy and it lets oh. you do magic i'm not huh. make i'm not like saying they look like skittles they were literal
0: skittles it was like licensed <laughs> I um uh, huh. who made this because i was literally listening to adam Boston boys animation i was listening to adam boys uh, talking to jeff Gersman and john vignocchi on twitter today twitter spaces and uh john or adam was talking about how he had a company that was making like these kinds of licensed games like he made the sour patch game like yeah and stuff yeah, he yeah. was doing brand totally. deals for that kind of stuff and With beefy media he, yeah and he talked to um, the axe body spray people about <laughs> making an axe body spray game. And that's oh funny. No. They they had uh, they were like, oh, well, we need to put the double pits to chesty in the game, which is like you spray in like both pits <laughs> and then yeah. an X across your chest. And he's like, excuse me, you have to the what? Yeah, um, yeah. So. I Beautiful. was licensed it's, games. I was this is super... like, in the proud tradition of like Sneak King, isn't it? This game was like w-
1: weirdly a full game, though. Like, mm. it was a full price game and it was like 20 hours long and like a, wow. a, a full on like RPG. And um, it didn't, the only thing that tied it to Skittles was the fact that you picked up the candy
0: for mm. your magic. I'm but otherwise, at a piece of like uh, like I don't know a menu. It looks like some sort of like level up screen, and yep. there are just like skittles scattered about, like as they level up their skills. Impede has two skittles. Pyre Pulse, Pyro has three skittles. Like yep. what is going on
1: here? Yep, yep. It was it was um not good, but it was less bad than you think it would be.
0: Well, also Simon enough. and Schuster published it. What you can that? play it in 1080p on uh, Dolphin. So, yeah, yeah, I think I played it on, on, Game. for some reason I thought it was on Xbox, but I
1: must have played it on GameCube.
2: What was the skateboarding game? It was Sean White skateboarding, I think, where all the, there was like all those um billboards in the world that's like, oh, the man doesn't want you to chew gum and stuff. And then like. You would do tricks around them, and then it would just be an ad for Stride Gum, being like, "Yeah, you did it." You, you that restore- was very
1: much that time sort of thing to do with ads and games. Yeah, we need to remember make more money on these games. Battlefield 2142 <laughs> had like ads in it that they did as like it was like billboards in the maps, and
2: oh right, where it
1: would make sense for there to be billboards, sure, and they yeah. were weathered as if they were like the billboard had actually been sitting there for over hundred years but it was like ads for Ford or Nike <laughs> or some shit or McDonald's or whatever. And they changed.
0: They updated the ads over time and yeah. they were paid. Didn't, for- like, didn't Burnout Paradise have real ads or were those, those all uh, fake? I, don't
2: I think know. it there, did have some real ones.
0: Like, you know, there was a long time where there were lots of like real ads in games and stuff.
2: Wasn't Rocket League like looking at putting
0: real ads in there or something?
2: I don't know. I, I feel like if I remember correctly... Burnout Paradise had ads for Obama in it. Like vote for Obama kind of stuff. Oh.
0: I didn't play Burnout Paradise really at the time, so <laughs> uh yeah. Uh the video games. We're we're back. We're here to talk about video games. There's we we've only really played two video games. I guess you you played Chivalry Pat, but uh, it's mostly yeah. been Final Fantasy fourteen, Stormblood. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah which we don't really need to talk about. We've talked about it on the show before. I think I'm like halfway through. I'm at the Ruby C. am still pretty early. Okay. I'm still very early
1: in it because yeah. I, I haven't played it as much as I thought I would this week. And mm-hmm. um, I like the setup more than people said I would. So it's, I had multiple I, I people like, go, don't get
0: bored. It's really boring at first. And I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of neat. I like the characters they're using, like especially like, was it Lise? Lise? Lise, yeah. Lise? Yeah. yeah, I like Lise. She's cool. Uh, I was excited when she got
1: her new outfit because mm-hmm. after, I won't spoil it for people who might play the game soon, but uh, at first I was like, eh, I don't know if this outfit really fits you mm-hmm. at this point in the story. Uh, and, then, and then she got a
0: cool new one. Sure. Um, to, there, I will say, Signs of the Seventh Dawn they got like a little bit of an Aryan thing going on. Like everyone's blonde and like, you know, light haired. Like just like this is a little weird. Like there's not a lot of diversity in the scions, but Which is funny because there is a is. lot of diversity in the game overall. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. But the Scions, they're all like just like white blonde people. Like, you know, different races, but all pretty similar looking. Uh so yeah. I think
2: in Stormblood like, you get some new you get you'll get some new,
0: yeah. Like there, but it's mostly just like that core, like you know, six or seven people or whatever it is. That's just like these all look well. Two too of them similar. are two of them are twins, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then sure. there's your character. But, but even, even outside of yeah, but outs even outside of she's a cat person, <laughs> yeah. But she's oh, also yeah, she like a white, you know, white or
1: blonde hair. Yeah, they, <laughs> and there's a, there was a lot of controversy actually because um, in Heaven's Word initially they, she had darker skin and mm, yeah. then they made her skin lighter. And there was a lot of like, are they white? Washington's character it was an interesting article that, that people should read if they have any interest in it. Cause um, if she yeah. talks about how like the intent was not ever really to make her a person of color, they were just trying to give her like a, a, a they used the word sun kissed look, which is stupid, but whatever. Yeah. Um,
2: well, it's cause you are spending way more time outdoors. Yeah. That's, that was the justification.
1: And- yeah. Um. And so, which I
2: I would buy, given how much detailed like attention to detail, rather. Yeah. Than like I stuff.
1: I think it's just um, it's just it was more of just a blunder to to like give give her such a tan and then dial it back so much that I can see why it bothered people, but I also get that it was honest yeah. miscalculation
0: on their part. Uh, she, you know, she, well, she was in like the I guess no spoilers, but like there there is a a, a reasonable way you could say oh she lost her tan sure but yeah yeah um but i mean she had yeah you don't even i don't even
1: know if you see it if you play Mm -hmm. those expansions now because i'm not sure how the model works the model that the Mm -hmm. skin is on like that the the clothing is on might be whatever the current model is if you look back then at some of them she has like she Mm -hmm. looks like she is being coded as like an Arab person or 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 um, Latinx or something uh so it is it was they did they did make her skin quite a lot lighter (laughs)
0: over the course of the expansions oh well uh yeah the we don't need to do a whole big Final Fantasy skin way in but yeah it's it's still good I'm in Uh, that stage where I think if you don't
1: if you stall out halfway through a Realm Reborn I don't know that I can in good conscience say you have to go back and like get through Mm -hmm. it because it gets a lot better story wise and heaven's word is very good, but it is still the same game that you're playing. Mm -hmm. Um,
0: So yeah. Yeah. It's like you watch someone else play the story or whatever. If that's what all you care about, probably. Yes. Basically. I wouldn't if, say if you that you can't about, pull through a realm Yeah, born.
1: I wouldn't say that about most things. But given that it recently became the like most played MMO in the world, I think you're you're good to to watch mm-hmm. a let's play of the
0: story if you if you want. Yeah, um, but it was a relief to see that Endwalker is in like November. I thought it was like September or like even August because wasn't Shadowbringers like August ish or July ish. Something like that? I don't know. I felt like it was earlier. It was August, I think, yeah. and, and So seeing Endwalker's November was like, oh, okay, I've got much more yeah, time than that's, I thought.
1: That's why I haven't played it as much this week, is I'm trying to stick to getting... Instead of trying to get through a full expansion and patches per month, it's more like I want to get through an expansion per month and then patches per
0: month sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. Well, uh, there is a new game that we've been playing. And the Formula V in iRacing. That is new yep. this week. One punished, one. punished Michael Schumacher? No. <laughs> Let's not get into that. <laughs> um, is, is, do you want to talk about Formula, Formula oh, V? Oh, I don't know. It's a fun car. IRacing? It's a 62
1: Beetle engine put on a tube frame. It goes like 80 miles an hour top speed, which means since it's, it's slow, then... It's I know better. what these words mean. There's a there's a there's a saying in racing that the slower the the car, the better the racing, because like it's cool to see cars go super fast, but when you go a little bit slower, it means that everybody's closer together and like it leads to better racing. And the Formula V does that for open mm-hmm. wheelers and iRacing. racing. Sure, cool. there's a bunch of if you want to drive a Mazda now, it has a sequential shifter.
0: That's cool makes it a lot easier to drive Uh, that's that's what i was driving back when i was in the states as a mazda Mazda mx5 cup car no (laughs) no not that but uh was driving a mazda uh, all right cars zoom zoom
2: No, i was gonna make a joke about i'd like to use an inconsequential shifter where you just shift and you would crash doesn't do anything you would
1: crash for sure (laughs) that's uh you wanna you (laughs) want a formula e car
0: don't they make those for like kids, where like they can like pretend to sh- pretend to shift? Like you know, you got like the, they like for like the car seat or whatever, and they put oh, like yeah. a car or wheel sure. on yeah. there and like, uh, I don't know. I no, we played uh, oh. four hundred dollar wheel. Soon mm-hmm. When it comes, yeah, down in do it, do it. Treat yourself. We, what did
2: you play, Andre?
0: Uh, I have played the the hottest, newest uh, stuff. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, it which Pat has also played. I'm about halfway through. Um put the games uh I've heard about 15 hours which tracks for Ratchet games in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, um I'm curious what you're thinking in your first hour, Pat. It's good. It's really good. It's like good in
1: a um it doesn't feel like overly ambitious. It doesn't feel like it's like doing anything to rewrite the book like that there was Mm -hmm. a lot of talk about the um or a lot of pumping up of the like the hard drive lets them do this like crazy dimension Mm -hmm. interdimensional stuff it doesn't really it's
0: it's a very cool way to do a grappling hook yes Um, it doesn't which i was saying when i saw the like the trailers at first i was like this looks like stuff that's already in the game because they have like grappling hook stuff in the other games. This is just like a different way to do it.
1: I'm sure with some some gentle massaging of certain mechanics and and mm-hmm. visuals, this game could work on PS4 just fine. Um, I don't. It's. I know there's some puzzly stuff where you do go back mm-hmm. and forth, really, and maybe they would have had to cut or modify that stuff
0: to make it work mm-hmm. on PS4. But um, it's it's I- Seems like it it would be be, like my only assumption is it'd be more challenging or like. maybe less easy to or more cumbersome to code maybe on like Perhaps. a PS4 yeah, yeah, yeah. just no because t- of the way like things load in and like yeah load, but I'm certainly I've, not again I saying... I do agree that I don't see a reason this couldn't exist on yeah. like a, a PS4 from their or like pipeline even a PS3 or whatever you know yeah, from nothing. their pipeline
1: perspective for sure it maybe have been really hard I'm not saying that they should have made it for PS4 or whatever but yeah. my point is more there's nothing in this game that's like new next gen from a gameplay perspective it just looks very nice
2: um and i don't think you're gonna see anything that's new next gen well i think for a while (laughs) um
1: i think there are there frankly i think that there are some ideas in a game like returnal that are pretty fresh in my opinion in terms of like the way they're being like the the the, the, that i haven't seen done on like a large scale game before um, so it's more of that it's like a, there's there are some pretty I think innovative things happening in new games that between like the way that they're deploying the technology the way that they're able to load stuff like Returnal is a game where you step through portals and then you're on the other side of a portal and the world is completely different and like I'm not saying that that's really a gameplay thing because you could just put that behind a loading screen and it wouldn't necessarily affect gameplay but it feels more impactful than anything i've seen in ratchet so far um mm-hmm. the only time when there's been like whoa going through portals it's been a cutscene basically it's not really a cutscene cuz you're controlling it so mm-hmm. that's cool but it it's you like a scripted lose anything sequence. yes it's super scripted to the point where you actually don't really have you could put the controller down and it wouldn't matter really um mm-hmm. during that sequence so uh it's more of that kind of kind of a thing i guess
0: uh, yeah, yeah like you could build levels like you, you could build like a, a specific thing that was like okay here's like this track or whatever but you're going to go through all these portals on like those old consoles like oh it's a level and it just it changes yeah but, it and
1: it's, yeah. it's not that I, i'm not a developer so i don't want to say that like well they could just make ratchet on ps4 but
0: when it you, would be a, it would be a different. Th- they couldn't make it the exact same way,
1: right? When you tell me Returnal's PS5 exclusive, I go, "Oh yeah, this makes sense. Why this is only on PS5, and it makes sense why it's on PS5 and not on PC, even though you could make it work on probably on PS4 and mm-hmm. PC if you put your mind to it." Whereas Ratchet is kind of like, "Yeah, it's probably that it was just like you're saying, you'd have to make it so differently on PS4 that it wasn't wouldn't be cost effective to make both both versions."
0: Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's it's very much like a Ratchet and Clank game. It's uh, this one is like kind of starting off like you know Ratchet and Clank are intergalactic heroes. They're well recognized, and then of course Doctor Nefarious shows up, and some shenanigans goes down. The Dimensionator uh, is stolen, mm-hmm. and that uh, sends Nefarious, Clank, and Ratchet uh, tumbling into another dimension. Where uh, Doctor Nefarious has uh, won Nefarious. Well, yeah, Doctor Nefarious always won and eventually became emperor. And um, there, Clank meets Rivet, uh, who is a lady Lombax. Mm-hmm. Ashley Birch, is it the voice, or
2: no, it's Jennifer Hale.
0: Jennifer yeah. Hale is it? Also,
1: Jennifer? oh, what when d- this is? I was like, are really? When she first shows up, once she shows up in the intro to the game, but then the next time that she shows up, she does a like Marvel style three point landing, Mm -hmm. and it there's like a pretty like egregious kind of not egregious that's not fair. They like the camera, her butt is like right in the camera, and I was like, this is very weird because she's like a a a very much an animal lady, and in no way sexualized otherwise. (laughs) I don't think it was intentional <laughs> to do to be like that, but I was like, you know, there's got to be Lombax furries out there. I don't even want to think about it. I'm sure there's nothing against furries, and nothing against being a
2: they Lombax say, furry. It's more say, the they say one out of three people is a Lombax furry. So, <laughs> Andre,
0: <laughs> not me.
1: <laughs> I just I th- I was like I thought it was so, I thought it was see, funny. I laughed. I laughed when Pat. it happened. Pat Doth protest too much, I think. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Uh, But I don't know. The beginning of the game is good. I like that (laughs) it gets you... You don't have to have played... Because I haven't played any of the Ratchet games since Deadlocked, Mm -hmm. I guess. um, Which was, I think, the last PS2 one. Um, And I didn't even finish that one, I don't think. Because I was kind of tired of... That's like the fourth Ratchet game. And I was kind of like, okay... I don't mm-hmm. know that I want to do this again, um, and they do the perfect thing of like starting the game with like oh we're we've we're we've been doing this forever, and we've had so many adventures, yeah, and you that's it, that's all you need to know is mm-hmm. that they've been around doing it forever, and that
0: nefarious is the bad guy, yeah. <laughs> like they like half expect yeah. him to show up and they like you know they crack jokes about it uh that uh, beginning is also very nice because it's just like hey you have been doing this a while you've got things like a double jump and like your glide and your grappling hook like all that stuff they don't do like the they don't take it away from I, I, i i've lost yeah they don't take it away like oh i've lost everything we don't we i was caught unawares and now i don't have any of my gizmos it's also uh, yeah, so it it starts you off. You're like, okay, I'm like in the groove. I have all my abilities. That's nice to have.
1: It's also just cool to see them able to that that environment is has been. I think in most of the Ratchet games, that that yeah. like city world, which is really beautifully designed from an art perspective, and kind of always has been. And it's yeah. really cool to be able to see them be able to fully realize that space as being like. I mean, it looks. V- not real because it's got that kind of cartoon style but it's 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 wild because it it also feels very much like a real space and like an actually appropriate amount of people and traffic and stuff going everywhere and that's really cool to see
2: it seems very
1: alive like the world seems very alive i guess that's the most next gen thing about it to mm-hmm. me actually is and and when i'd say like i agree that w- that there's not going to be like super crazy new gameplay innovations but that was actually my hope with the next generation of consoles is that we would get denser more alive mm-hmm. spaces um and and in that way i guess the game really actually does do that so far uh which is mm-hmm. cool um i've only been on the city planets but i also say as a teaser for where you're going to go over the course of the game that opening sequence where you're going through the different dimensions mm-hmm. is very cool and I was yeah. like, oh, I hope this is actually a place we go. Oh, I hope this is actually a place we go. Um, so it's, it's pretty neat.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty cool. It's got stuff like sort of, it's not as like kinetic as like the Titanfall 2 level uh, where you're like swapping between time periods or the, uh, it's more like the, um, what's that? The Dishonor 2 level. Dishonor 2. Still yeah. haven't played it. It's good. You should someday on on the list. No, there is there is a Dishonored Two level where you're doing the same thing as the uh, Titanfall Two Effect and Cause level where you're Mm -hmm. uh, transferring between time uh, time timelines. This one is just uh, you know you're transferring between dimensions, but you're doing it at set points, and like the dimensions are uh, you know they've got different things going on in them. Uh, One is kind of like torn apart and like has had a lot of bad stuff happen to it. Where other ones, like, oh, everything's, like, kind of going, you know, as it should. And you're, you know, bouncing back and forth between them to solve puzzles and stuff. It's pretty effective. Uh, it can be, like, a little tedious sometimes. When you're like, oh, I messed up this thing. Like, okay, I have to run back and whatever. But that's always been kind of par for the course for the games. You're not, like, they're just, like, they're just on the like slow side of where I'd want it to be. I think you do get like some stuff that lets you speed up and like, but the traversal stuff, like you can get kind of caught like, Oh, I'm in a really awkward spot and I just have to go through a bunch of platforming to get to a, like a fast travel point or whatever. Cause they're very few in the levels. Uh, so that that's always been a little bit annoying, but for the most part, it's not an issue. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, I think the, the, the writing
1: is, I was surprised at the f- way that I've been able to connect to it because I yeah. expected, I remembered liking the old Ratchet and Clank games as a kid a lot.
2: Mm-hmm. One um, of three people.
1: What? Oh, <laughs> um, I remember uh, liking the old Ratchet games as a kid a lot. And then um, I was kind of not sure if I would enjoy the tone and the writing of the mm-hmm. game as an adult, but I, I think it's really good.
0: It definitely feels like the writing has Grown up because like those games you know They all had butt jokes in the titles or whatever Yeah Yeah, they did uh, (laughs) This uh, is very Much like it's grown Up like the writing has grown up too And like there's I think some pretty poignant stuff In here about like uh, You know accepting yourself And like fears And like uh, you know Family and like being uncomfortable with who you are thinking you're not good enough and stuff like that, which there's always been a little bit of that built into Ratchet story. Um, but I think they do, it's like pretty good poignant writing for what I expected. It's, it's pretty sweet and it doesn't, I, I remember
1: by the time I was done with the Ratchet series, um, clank, I found clank pretty annoying. Mm -hmm. Um, and so far in this game, I have had the opposite I think it's great. Mm-hmm. I think I
0: think the characters are yeah. both great. Yeah, uh, yeah. They and break Ridget up. Cool too. Yeah, they for the last like several games. They've I, th- I think it was the second future game, like second tools of destruction game on PS3. Mm-hmm. They basically since then they've like kind of separated Ratchet and Clank, and like they're doing their own separate thing. Like they've got different things going on, and like you'll bounce back and forth between them, and mm-hmm. that continues here in this one uh, where Clank ends up with Rivet and Ratchet is doing his other thing and they get in contact and they're, you know, working together. Well, because there's they're... parts where you can play as either of them, right? Yes. Yeah. So different, like you go to a different planet and you're going to be a different person and like they're both, you're working towards a goal together, but like one person's like, okay, I'm going to go get this thing we need yeah. and I'm going to go get the blueprints and you know, uh, yeah. so you're doing different stuff as different people. I'm not sure how I feel about it. It, Like, there's only I guess it's the only way they could have reasonably done it, but you share, like, an inventory between the two. Mm. So you have, like, all the same arsenal. If you buy a gun with ratchet, like, rivet will have it. You buy a gun with rivet, ratchet will have it. Yeah. There's there's not really a good reason for it, uh, other than you know, just you buy the gun once and everyone has it. Uh, and so you've got, you know, 20 guns or whatever, but yeah.
2: Was there a Ratchet and Clank movie? Am I making that up? Yes, no, there, was. there was. It yes, was so uh, that's what that t-
0: 2016 game is based. Yeah. On. 2016. Okay. Do, that
2: game was any, really good. Yeah. So like, even though it is like grown up and more poignant things to say, is there any continuity? Like you said, you don't need to have the continuity to care, but like, is uh, there it is the continuity there
0: from the, the old like, games? From the old, like from the PS3 games to yeah, this gotcha. one. There wasn't yeah, like okay. a canonical ratchet and clank on the PS4. Four. But yeah, yeah. Or like there wasn't like a modern, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. it's weird. It doesn't, um, the thing is that it doesn't really matter. So it's, yeah. it's no. fine. But it's yeah, like there it's, are, there are characters that like if it'll be, like, oh, I know this character. There are jokes you'll get and like things like that, like references. Yeah, but totally. it's not like, oh, I didn't play, you know, Up Your Arsenal, so I don't know what's happening or whatever.
2: Totally. Yeah. Like, again, I haven't played it. I don't have a mm-hmm. PS5. It's like Sony's doing a good job in actually making or putting out things that would make someone interested in a PS5 between Returnal yeah. and Ratchet. Like, that's nice. But, and Demon Souls to an extent. Um, but, like, one thing I've heard about Ratchet and Clank, so secondhand, thirdhand third-hand information, mm-hmm. is that it's very referential even to external Sony properties. Like, have you seen any mm-hmm. of that?
0: I saw, like, some stuff talking about, like, they put out a trailer for the Rhino, which is, like, the big, right. like, the rip-you-a-new-one, uh, which is, like, the BFG equivalent. Uh, like, you, go, you collect a bunch of stuff, you unlock the Rhino, which is, like, the ultimate weapon, and in this game it's it's different in every game this game it pulls in stuff from like other sony games into the world right. somehow i don't i didn't watch the trailer i just saw people like post oh, a picture of sly cooper getting pulled in to the world yeah, I, and I, was like, I won't say okay. any what
2: shows up then <laughs> yeah it's some yeah it, it's some clever stuff
1: yeah as as the like cannons and and continuity guy it, you can just play this game it's fine <laughs>
0: <laughs> no I, yeah no i'm uh, honestly i'm disappointed uh but i think sony failed you because if they had put all the ratchet games on ps now you would have played all of them in the lead up to this You're ps right. now
1: might be a stretch if they had made it if they had come out with a ratchet uh-huh. masterpiece collection or whatever for a hundred dollars mm-hmm. last year that had all the ps2 games and ps3 the, games the i would have bought that collection played, yes i would have bought and played them all for sure <laughs> uh, which I'm almost I, glad I they didn't played. because <laughs> the, those PS3 ones are really good. I played those a lot. It's not that I don't think they're good. Yeah. It's just the the reason why they don't, uh-huh. they stopped making ratchet games every two or three years is because they're the same game every time. Yep. And it's yeah. fine because they're good, but yep. we needed a break <laughs> yeah. for this, for before this one, because this one's good. But I mean, also it's, Still, very much one of those games. Uh, it's
2: it's it, almost a throwback in some ways.
0: Uh,
2: yeah, almost, to
1: yeah. a
0: degree. I mean, uh, y- they've they've been making the same game for you know for however long since like two thousand four or whatever. But that's they why they do it really well.
1: Yeah. That's why they're such a great studio to make Spider Man. But also, they don't need to make one of those games more than mm-hmm. once yeah. every three like, or four three years, three, years. For yeah.
2: me, <laughs> do you feel any Sunset Overdrive in it?
1: i didn't play sunset overdrive i think there's I've there's ratchet an and sunset overdrive
0: really i think that's what it is um, yeah yeah so like, you know, there's is, the grinding the rails and yeah, stuff yeah, like, like grinding, that's from like, ratchet I was, and yeah i'm like just bouncing like, on like the first level has like you know you're bouncing on like parade uh, balloons and stuff i mean yeah the
1: guns feel very similar to sunset overdrive mm-hmm. but that's because sunset overdrive's guns felt very similar
0: to, yeah, to ratchet. ratchet guns yeah. you know totally I, speaking of the guns how do you feel like, – you haven't played all that much, um, but one thing I found was like a lot of the dual sense stuff with like, oh, you pull like the trigger halfway and you'll like – you'll aim it or like you'll do like a different shot. And that – like for a lot of the guns, it's like, oh, you'll like aim your arc of your grenade or your whatever mm-hmm. bomb you're throwing. It. Yeah. But you nice. can also just do that with the left left trigger too. Um, So it's well, just like – if you but –
1: hold the left trigger down all the way I don't think it triggers the alt fire
0: it depends on the weapon you have attached okay oh no so it won't trigger the alt fire yeah. uh so it's so like the the pistol like the first weapon you get that mm. alt fire is like oh it'll fire like kind of like automatic or like yeah it's faster you know, you either it's yeah either and slow then like fast, it'll level basically. up and um but it's another thing where I'm like they I feel like they could have like done this kind of stuff like there's nothing like oh the dual sense made this possible because it's so and i don't know if they're like yeah i don't i haven't seen anything where i'm like oh this only works because of the way the triggers work or anything like that the the um th- th-
1: what i'm finding between mm-hmm. returnal and this game is the dual sense is just a gamecube controller
0: mhm like with more mechanics in it. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Um, I will say that like it's it depends on the game, obviously. Because yeah. Like I played I played some MotoGP a few like a month ago at this point, and that game has really good trigger stuff, and yeah, it does yeah, different yeah. trigger stuff with the brakes and with the throttle and and everything. So, um, it was like, what other thing was I playing? Mm, Wreckfest? No, maybe, like but. I I want to say there was even something else with a mm-hmm. car in it that I was playing mm-hmm. on on uh, PS5, and it it was really cool the way that it did the trigger stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so some games do it, but definitely match yeah, it and return. I, will yeah.
0: Use it like a uh, 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 a GameCube controller. Yeah, and like you know, it is like novel to like have the like trigger pushing back and stuff when you fire and whatnot. But yeah, it, yeah, it's you know people are still trying I mean, to figure was, out.
1: It was Rocket League. That's what it was. Uh,
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, it's good. I, I'm really enjoying it. Like it's I'm I'm very happy with it. Uh, mm-hmm. Does it did it need to be a PS5 game? Mm-hmm. Probably the way they designed it in this iteration. But there's like it could have come out on like PS4 I, if they had designed it that way. But
1: I will say I hope that they good. have something else that we don't know about coming out this year. That's like a smaller mm-hmm. project or something because mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. does not sound like we're going to get Horizon or um, God of oh, War, War in 2021, which I would have. Well, guessed. yeah, I mean, they've said God of War isn't. I think. Yeah, yeah. They so said God Horizon of War wasn't. Is like, and like, and Horizon the way is maybe holiday. They're, it's, not gonna, it's not going to hit. twenty. You don't yeah, say that kind not. of stuff if you think it actually yeah. is going to hit your date in 2021. Um, yeah. And I think it's great that they're giving those teams time and like not pushing <clears> them <throat> to hit these dates because uh, you know the other big the other thing that should be a big story with Ratchet is yeah Insomniac kind of came out saying like they made that game without crunching uh, a bunch yeah. and and in a way that everyone was like happy about and and yeah. um and and they had a really good work culture through the process and you know that's one person saying that I want to yeah. say there um, were
0: there were a few people you know, I think saying that, but it wasn't it was like, a few people yeah like i but, saw like maybe 3 different like people tweeting about it like saying I mean, I, they didn't crunch at all but or yeah, like they, would, if they did they did like oh i did a few days where i stayed a few hours later, or whatever well, but of course part, i'm sure yeah, that, that exactly <laughs> yeah um, but, but, but uh, for the most part it was i i worked 40 hour weeks
1: and that's all and it sounds like you know as important that the culture there was not really shitty during the development process yeah. um so yeah. i think that i hope that that ex- is going to continue to extend to other sony studios wouldn't want to push them but also it would kind of suck if this was the last thing on PS5 this year, <laughs> and we're only halfway through sure. the year. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, there's third party games for sure, but like yeah. but,
2: PS5 exclusives. Yeah. yeah.
1: And it sounds like Death Loop is rough, so I I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. Would you
2: consider Integrate, or is that coming elsewhere? Uh, right now no, it's only
0: it's, playstation but, but it's it not really expire and like yeah
1: i guess what i'm saying like is it's,
0: that's like a remaster and dlc like that's, yeah i guess what i'm saying yeah. is
1: if i finish if i somehow get around to finishing returnal by let's say the end of july i mean i didn't play through demon souls so i'll probably do that i could do that at some point but otherwise like what reason do i have to turn on the ps5 it would suck if i had no reason to turn on the ps5 for like six months. <laughs>
0: Well,
2: well yeah well, you, you well, got there's that. gonna be you,
0: stuff uh announced and yeah, that's
2: what that. i'm hoping for yeah. yeah five nights at freddy's game that's coming out right
0: oh boy that's a ps5 now no. what about
2: kenna, kenna was that the like kind of pixar Rage of one? spirits or i thought that was that,
0: microsoft's i know it's no, not it's, a microsoft that's, game that's, it's on pc no, no, that, stuff, that one's uh that one was pushed by sony
2: okay yeah i think it's a sony
1: that'd be cool then maybe i'll play that on ps5 um
2: that but, yeah, good? otherwise I can't really think of anything I would else, just, other than
1: Deathloop. I would enjoy having a, a kind of bigger game that's uh, sort of Ghostwire Tokyo.
2: Oh hell yeah. Yeah, but there's no Ikumi Nakamura on that project anymore. So
1: I don't that the last thing they showed of that game made me not as interested
0: mm-hmm. in it. I'm I'm uh, just, you know, uh putting, it would thrown games out there.
1: No, I know. It would be cool if there was just like some kind of big RPG, I guess, that would be
0: coming out for that platform later in the year. Um, well, yeah. I'm sure we'll have some sort of big RPG later this year maybe. Eh. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, it's hard to They're see. hard to I'm make, <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> and with COVID, I'm not surprised that there would be yeah. delays. So um Well, yeah, maybe just... uh sometime in the next week, we'll know. In the maybe. next like <laughs> 4 days. Uh maybe. Well,
2: we'll know what's happening with Nintendo at least.
0: And, and Microsoft.
2: And Microsoft. Microsoft tomorrow And Gearbox. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, we know a little bit about gearbox, we'll get to that later. Yeah, um, yeah so that's that's what I'm doing. That I'm, I'm doing that. Final Fantasy and reading a whole lot. Hell yeah! I'm on like what, I'm on like three books, <laughs> three and a half. I books was, finished in the last like month and a half or so. That's great. A, a friend of mine
1: who I was playing chivalry with last night, who is um, like kind of a book snob uh and any time i'm like i'm reading a book he's like well that's shitty um he's he's kind of a jerk about <laughs> about books Who what says that about books well he what? reads a lot of books and he oh. thinks his opinions on books are the correct ones oh
2: okay um, oh so, so it always says like the book is shitty
1: not that it's yeah. not that oh right. i do read like, books that, what? No, how no, how no, no no we make fun of him sometimes because he says okay i'm going to go read now and we're like fucking nerd. You don't need to announce to the room that you're gonna go read. Uh, but um, no, it's more like I'll be like, oh, I, I found this. I'm reading this sci-fi book, and he'll be like, mm. that author sucks. And I'm like, all right, thanks.
2: Oh, so it's a good degree anyway, kind of thing. Got it. Yes.
1: Uh, anyway, yeah, like I've read that. I've read more than you. I I, I have all the opinions I about it. I tested the waters a little bit. <laughs> And said I might try reading Mistborn at some point. Because one of my mm-hmm. friends, really who I usually get, agree with on stuff, really yeah. likes
0: it. And he was like, yeah, those are good. I, <laughs> I am really right. looking. I'm going to read those because I'm reading the Stormlight Archive. And apparently all of Brandon Sanderson's books, except for like his young adult stuff, are all in the same like so universe that was and are wh- connected. He, he, that's why he's reading
1: Mistborn now. He thought uh-huh. he really liked another one of his books.
0: Like a and, Lantress or something, or
1: yeah, and and Sanderson, I guess at one point said like I'm never going to be the kind of author where you have to read everything I write to understand it all. Mm-hmm. And now that's exactly what he does: is everything's connected, and you have to read well, everything
0: he's written to understand I, it. I mean, they're like you, like you don't have to to like no, enjoy all, like the story yeah, yeah, itself, yeah. but you do get that. But if like, you're a person oh, like me, I have yeah, I have read everything, and I can see all the connective tissue. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like. I'm halfway through the third book in the Stormlight Archive. The fourth one came out in like November last year. So that this book is like twelve hundred pages. The other two were like a thousand, and I think the next one is like thirteen, fourteen hundred pages. And there's a novella in but like in between the third and the fourth. That's like two hundred pages. Look, oh, I, I can read that in like a day, now. yeah. From so, Mistborn, yeah. I, I watched a video and he's like, Oh, yeah, I'm just like friends with the director of Fortnite and he likes the character. He's like, Hey, can we put this character in Fortnite? And I was like, Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> so sense. there's not even like any particular reason. The like, guy was just like, Hey, I like this character, I want to put him in the Fortnite. Well, you make some money on it too. Like, I'm sure, yeah, I would, but there I wasn't have... like, there wasn't like some like, Oh, we've got like some media deal, going, there's gonna be like a show or whatever. It's just like, uh, yeah. uh, It's very funny. It's like, oh, you're you're just like, oh yeah, because I can, which that's fine. It's like uh, Yoko Taro's. Why is Tubi and Fall Guys money, baby?
2: (laughs) Yeah, I love that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Got to respect it.
2: That'd be funny if they put like Kavoth or something into uh, Fortnite.
0: Yeah, but uh, Stormlight Archive fucking rips. And uh, who do you, Andre? Like, After uh, I finish uh, Ass, So I read those. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, I think you would like it, Pat. Uh it's got like I I read a thing and it was like someone's like, Oh yeah, there's a lot of like video gamey, like action kind of stuff in uh these books, and someone was like, Yeah, Storm or Stormlight Archive is just like dynasty warriors in like the massive battle of, like war scenes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the like the shard bearers who have like the shard blades they just like rip through people like or they have like no resistance or very low resistance and they can just like cut people without leaving like any blood or holes so they just like go through people mm-hmm. it's you know like your dynasty warriors character cutting through massive swaths of car- uh, people uh so yeah there's hints of that very good very good well, and at
1: some point, somebody's going to make those into movies
0: or TV show or something. Uh, he I wants to make it, he that. wants to make it into a series. I think yeah. he's mm-hmm. working. someone will. Yeah, he's like he HBO will pick it been, up. And... Uh, yeah, it's like someone's got the rights. He's I think he's working on a treatment for Mistborn, and then yeah. someone else is doing Stormlight Archive. Seems and, like, and, like the kind they of want thing to do Mistborn as movies and yeah. Stormlight I was going to say that's what so, that's seems like the cool way to do it is you do movies and shows. Yeah. Or like animated. You know, he's in all yeah. sorts of talks. Mm-hmm. He is incredibly prolific. Like yeah. his website yeah. is like here's like all my projects. I've got like four different books and I spent, these two are finished and it's it's I, wild hearing I him spent
1: talk. I, I misread something you put in our chat as like Brandon Sanderson's an asshole or something like that. And I was like, Oh no, is he like a bad person? So no. I spent and it was after you had gone to bed no. or something. <laughs> so I spent like half hour reading about
0: him trying to find why he's just a mormon he's just a yeah (laughs) but i don't think i was like oh this guy's a mormon he's a dick no no no, he's just he's just an incredibly i I went back and
1: (laughs) i want i went back and it was like i think that's what you were saying is he's really prolific but i misread it because you were like he writes an ass load of books or i don't remember yeah yeah. and i and i
0: just read it as he is an ass and Uh, yeah yeah (laughs) it's yeah it's it's wild hearing like all his projects and stuff because he like his books are long and he's like he's like oh yeah i'm halfway done with this book and i expect to be done like august 1st i'm like that's that's an intense date for the size of your books and mm-hmm. like for how far in you are and whatnot but yeah uh speaking of not games alex well you haven't hey. been playing games have you
2: no, I absolutely have not.
0: <laughs> you, you've been doing something even worse than reading. Even more nerdy.
2: But Watching anime. No yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just haven't had time to play games. And that's funny, given it the happens. fact that I've been away from the show for, what, like a month, basically. Close um, to. So, let's start by saying there's going to be a new... um. There's going to be a new Coding Fix episode next week. And the topic of that one is going to be burnout and mental health, for reasons. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been away because just work and life balance was very much skewing yeah. towards work. And doing you know 12, sometimes 15-hour days. And sometimes you just don't got the mental drive to play oh, yeah. video games yep. when you're kind of that tired. So uh yeah i've not really been playing video games uh but i have been watching a lot of anime because that doesn't take pushing buttons you can just turn on a screen and you do let have to push some buttons to
0: make the anime start
2: it's true you push a singular button then you let it auto i guess
0: i guess you could say siri show me the anime
2: yep show me the uh uh no not even gonna just dis- nope Show me the great, wonderful, wholesome content that is anime, always, mm-hmm. 24-7. Mm-hmm.
0: Siri, uh, show me Doki Doki Literature Club Plus. Hell yeah,
2: <laughs> please please do. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, so uh, I've been kind of, I don't usually keep up with seasons, because uh, anime tends to like to do cliffhangers, and I usually just prefer to watch it all in one go, and wait, like wait for a season rather than week by week but this time i have now caught up on a lot of shows this season and there's man i would be hard pressed to pick a favorite because i think and quite legitimately that this season and this year is maybe some of the best anime that's ever been made like i could easily see a case like i have four anime to talk to you about today i'll try and not be too detailed on any of them for both spoiler reasons and just taking up too much time but um, like, I could see any one of these four being one that uh, someone says is their favorite of all time, and I would totally get it. Like, they're all really, really fantastic. So, uh, yeah, I'll try and be spoiler free. I'll just kind of go through some of the ones I've been watching and why you should watch it, who should watch it, uh, stuff like that. So, the first one is I think it's pronounced V-V, uh V I V Y, and I've recommended it very directly to allison and i will continue to recommend it very directly to allison uh because it is an idol anime as in like you know like j-pop you, idols
0: you, you, you just sit there and you like the numbers go up right
2: yeah exactly um yeah it's a clicker but mm. uh no, you told me
0: i didn't have to push any buttons you told me i have to <laughs> click though
2: what am no clicking? it gets it gets automated once you play a clicker for enough. Um, you never have to okay. click again um, but yeah, no, it's all idol, like idol master or whatever. It's uh, you know, girls singing, being cute, and stuff like that. But also, it's basically the closest um anime adaptation of like near automata you're ever going to find. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's extremely uh psychological horror e and existential e and just really great. <laughs> so I don't want to dive too deep into it because it's worth going into it blind but it's really really strong. Um if you like music, it's got amazing music and like really good performances and stuff. If you like uh Nier Automata, I would very whole, wholeheartedly recommend it. Like there's actually you can tell it is directly referencing near Automata in some points. Like there is a robot in it that just straight up looks like a stubby like one of the the little ones with the little red eyes. Um, That robot is basically in this show. Um, It's, it has a lot to do with AI and androids and purpose of existence and like, you know, what they're doing with their lives and how it serves humanity kind of stuff. It's yeah, it's really good. So VV, V I V Y fluorites. Eye song, I think is what it's full title is, but yeah, super good. It's, uh, I think it's a thirteen-episode show, and after that, it's done. It's complete original; like, it's not based on a manga or anything like that. So, worth it. Uh, the second one I'll talk about is let's talk about Two Year Eternity, which I've seen a lot of Two Year
0: Eternity,
2: two year, two years of eternity, okay. and uh, again, go into these shows blind because it's way better. Um, but I would say I would recommend it to literally anyone to watch the first episode because it is extremely good, like really, really strong storytelling, and uh, like even if you end up not liking it, it's twenty minutes and you've just kind of watched an entire short story in that span that's quite like beautiful in terms of art and in terms of what it's saying and going for uh, and then for me, like the concept is just so overwhelmingly interesting that I immediately had to continue into the next episodes because it's just such a fascinating concept. Um, It's rough. (laughs) It is, it's dealing with some dark topics. It's a lot around uh, death. It's a lot around like as you can expect from the title, To Your Eternity, it has to do with, you know, how does something immortal have any you know like what kind of how, how much can they care about the world if you're immortal that kind of thing and what is the value of a life that is relatively short things like that like in the grand scope of things and it's got a lot of that kind of stuff and it's exploring it in really smart ways and again yeah i would recommend anyone watch that first episode uh there's nothing creepy about it or you know anime e where it's like oh look at these boobs <laughs> no it's just really 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 good i'm out um, well,
0: and i'm sure i'm sure getty from super gg radio is too with that yeah. uh caveat yeah probably
2: you're right um <laughs> got him again so, boom get wrecked uh for the next one let's talk about odd taxi
0: So this starring Robert De Niro
2: (laughs) and Joe Pesci, um, not taxi driver. Sorry, but whatever. Yeah. Odd taxi is fan fucking tastic. Um, it might be my favorite show of the season. Maybe. I don't know. Again, all four of these have their place, but odd taxi is really unique and really, it's like a mystery. Um, so if you like mysteries, you might really like odd taxi, but it's kind of, um, if you've ever watched or heard of do rara, it's kind of like that. But if do rara was good because, uh, that show ended up sucking extremely bad, but this one, I think it's like one or two episodes away from the end. And
0: like, if you like this show that sucks ass,
2: (laughs) Yeah, but like if you like the tone of that show, or like what it was going for up until when it sucked ass, because it was great for the first half. but then mm-hmm. it just got so far up its own ass and had like, a billion characters to keep track of, and like seven different storylines all going on at the same time. like that was its downfall is it fell on its own sword. I, um,
0: I, I have not seen it I just thought that uh, that lead in was funny where you're like, if, if you like this if this you like show this, that fucking which is sucks shit, <laughs> then you should like this other piece show piece of garbage
2: yeah <laughs> uh, but, Odd um,
0: Taxi looks like a show that you might see a uh, Lombax in
2: totally yeah it, there is a lot of animal characters um, which plays into the story quite a bit but not in a Beastars kind of way it's very separate and there's some stuff about it, um, about the animalness of it that's worth exploring. But you can also tell that this is the kind of story that's written um kind of like what you would see in like a umineko or Higarashi, where it was obviously written from the end first. So like it was written with a very specific destination in mind, and the author worked backwards. So you find all these references like just sprinkled throughout, and it kind of lets you if you dive deep enough you can start to pick like look through it and see like oh i bet this is going to happen I'm, I'm, and like like you go into the comment sections of the show and see people like trying to connect the dots and coming up with like seven or ten or a hundred different theories all of which are pretty valid and it's really i love that kind of stuff it's super fun um and it's great because yeah it's like there will be a character who shows up for like five seconds and they have this very specific expression on their face. And you're like, I wonder if that character is going to come back later. And then they get a whole episode dedicated to their entire backstory from when they were a child. <laughs> like, And then they become a core part of the the cast, basically. In a really organic and fascinating way that you're like, oh, I didn't even realize that there was a connection there. But yes, this 100% makes sense and was there from the start. I just didn't know. So a really, really dense show that's full of amazing lore. And... um dives into some interesting topics also all of these do but yeah odd taxi i'd again i would recommend it to pretty much anyone uh, but i would say it takes probably two or two or so episodes to really get going where the rest of those i think you could probably be hooked by episode by the end of episode one this one might take one or two because it's much slower paced much more dialogue focused uh but the characters kick extreme amounts of butt they're very good uh then the last one which is the one I've just caught up on as of yesterday. Sorry, there is a truck going by in the background, so I'm going to pause my talking until it goes by.
0: I'm, I'm going to guess what anime Alex has been um, watching. Sure. Um, it's um, I, I'm, I'm out of, uh, I'm out of it on the anime. You've been watching
2: Something
0: Chibi Maruko-chan. Chibi Maruko-chan.
2: I mean, I'm always watching it on repeat. Oh yeah,
0: I mean it's it's long running, so you know you just yeah. it's always syndicating. It's like Seinfeld. There's always something on Law and yeah. Order. Chibi yeah, Maruko-chan no, is the Law and Order of Japan. Shit, just,
2: <laughs> I would have thought like Detective Conan, but yeah, no, you're right.
0: No, no, it's it's definitely Chibi Maruko-chan.
2: Yeah. Um, so the, the last one I caught up, other than other than that, uh, is one called Eighty Six. Um, which I've affectionately been calling 69 for obvious reasons, but, um, 86 is fucking really strong. Um, it's, it's, uh, brought to you, I think, no, sorry. Which one was it? One of them was done by the studio. What brought you the first three seasons of, uh, of attack on Titan. I don't think that was actually this one. I think that was VV. But anyways, uh someone fact-checked me in the chat. Which one did did that? This is done by A1. Anyways, um this show is very much a mecha anime, so pat put on your ears. Um <laughs> yeah, sorry. Vivi was done by the Attack on Titan studio. Thank you, chat. But um this one is a mecha anime, uh but it's very much in line with something more like a Code Gius, where it's kind of about um, the nature of a war and like you can kind of get some Legend of the Galactic heroes in there and like philosophy and stuff. But this one is very directly and very um, well handled and it's all about racism, like very much about racism. It's about basically like, um, an ethnic cleansing, and it's very much about like these people who describe themselves as the superior race, and they're all blonde. Basically, they're all gray-eyed. Like they—they're presented in this really fancy city, and they are the ones controlling a battlefield of what are known as like kind of thought to be autonomous robots. Uh, so, like all these robots are dying. And they're like, oh, there's been no no human casualties. Blah blah blah. And spoilers by for the end of episode one, it's what they consider to be the lower class of people that they're putting in these robots, and they have like people controlling them basically, or like uh, giving them orders. And so, like all the rest of the people are the more ethnically diverse people, are the people with different colored hair and skin color and stuff like that. And it very, very, um, it dives into that stuff very directly. But in a way that I think is really good. Like, it's very positive. It's the kind of show that I think, especially in Japan, more people should watch, and in, in North America too, because it handles the subjects really well. And um, it really makes you not want the, their oppressors to win, essentially, even though they're supposedly supposed to be the main, like, one of the main characters is one of them. Damn,
0: people. I'm always voting for the oppressors. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but like they're presented as like kind people, good people. That kind of stuff, but like the further it goes on, you're just like, yeah, fuck these people. Um it's really 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 good. Um I have pretty much no criticism. I don't have a criticism of any of these shows. All four of them are really amazing. It's you got to you got you to gotta just whatever kind of genre you're feeling, I think you could find something that you would be interested in. And I think once all these episodes are finished, like all these seasons are finished, I would like to get like maybe Monty on (laughs) so we can just talk about really good anime. So uh, I'll probably reach out to Monty at some point being like, hey, have you been watching these shows? Because holy shit. And then we can get her on to talk anime again. That'd be fun.
0: Um, I can once again claim that cowboy bebop is overrated i'll watch it this time and then i can say from a position of power
1: i mean for what it's it's kind of like if you watch it now it might feel overrated because it came out a long time ago yeah yeah No what
2: else we'll is see. overrated fooly coolly. um
1: i but- i think cowboy bebop is i don't know that i would name say those two in the same breath cowboy Mm. bebop is really great
2: (laughs) okay no it's overrated samurai shampoo it's fine
1: yeah sure it's fine i think cowboy bebop is one of those it's like the beatles it's good it's very good perhaps it's probably one of the best of its era but because of the Mm -hmm. like build up over time of people's fandom of it it could never be as good as the way people talk
0: about it Uh, I mean, I yeah, I've not watched it, but I think it's it's from that era of anime that I tend to prefer. So like, it's sick. should. I don't. I don't care it. for this newfangled modern anime with their psychological traumas and their like computer generated well, graphics. And there's definitely it. psychological traumas in Cowboy Bebop. I'm out. <laughs> yes, there are. <laughs> I only want. It is a it I is want a serious story. People, I Let's, want people with power levels that go up. There's that too, kind of. Okay, it's good. I'll yeah. give it a chance.
1: Yeah, you should watch. it uh, you, 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 you would like it. I, I, I would
0: probably like it if your, I had watched. Your head's it. not going to explode
1: with how no yeah. incredible how no media since has been as good <laughs> or whatever. If,
0: if I had watched it 15 years ago or whatever, I'd probably love it. Yeah,
2: um, I got one last thing for y'all that is not an anime um and while also just needing to do stuff in the background and not going crazy uh i kind of went down the rabbit hole of finding new youtube channels just to kind of catch up on and or like not catch up on but like look in the backlog and enjoy stuff of and uh i was watching some captain disillusion cuz always been a fan uh but i happened upon a video that he did with a YouTuber named uh, Ami Yamato. And she is a Japanese and British VFX artist. And she kicks extreme amounts of ass. Uh, Her videos are really good. Um, I would recommend them pretty much, again, to anyone. Uh, I recommended a very specific one to Allison. It's too bad she's not here. Um, Which was kind of about like Hachiko. If you you know the story of Hachiko, then it's a story about that. But um, it's a video that she did in Japan about a second Hachiko statue that I actually had no idea existed. So um, again, VFX artist who also does vloggy kind of stuff. So she has a kind of um, a gimmick that you will understand within about a couple seconds of watching one of her videos. Uh, <laughs> and she's been very steadfast to that gimmick for o- about ten years. I think ten years as of this month, uh, and it just keeps getting better. So yeah, I would recommend checking out Ami Yamato. I'll make sure to link to at least one or two of her videos in the show notes. Uh, I would recommend the Hachika one, uh, any of her Q and A ones, or any of her mash in videos, is what she calls them, where she edits herself into like movies or shows and stuff like that. But like. Turns it into like comedy because she's also very funny. So, uh, yeah, Ami Yamato, check her out. She's extremely, extremely rad. All
0: right. Well, speaking of things that are rad, our listeners are rad, mm-hmm. especially listeners who send in questions like uh, Chris Edgerton did uh this week on twitter where we asked for questions and chris sent in the question do they put a spider-man skin in the evil dead game and no they do no. not they put cool in though. a human spider skin that's what that's what, what they put in a man spider skin that game looked okay it's a little the bit the they showed a spider that evil dead game it looks like a like Looks a, like, like that by daylight. Le- yeah, it looks but, like, it looks like one of those four player like asymmetric yeah, multiplayer. Yeah. But or-
2: is Sam Raimi involved with it?
0: No. Well, Bruce Campbell's I, I mean, doing the voicing, I mean, right? Like I mean, he yeah. might be like, you know, like producing or, you know. I, I cuz did Sam Raimi do the show? I can't remember.
1: He, yeah, he uh, was involved. Oh, the show. he wasn't. Yeah, involved. yeah okay,
2: I okay. think he was a producer maybe.
1: Cuz I was going to say Bruce Campbell's almost more the creative force behind evil dead that sam raimi like he's
0: he's definitely like the face like Sam. but sam raimi was definitely involved with the show i don't don't think he was directing i think he was just like executive producing or
1: bruce campbell wrote some of the show or something maybe yeah Um, i mean Um, i don't know that shows that shows good uh it's stupid but it's good yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm it's evil dead it's stupid
0: but it's good uh yeah i like did executive produce the show yeah 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 uh, so like, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, you know, he was at least involved in... He developed uh, it, too, so, yeah. It's like, you know, that that game has, like, people oh, from he, the show... And Does he they directed labels? the first episode, too. Sam Raimi did. I didn't... So, yeah. Oh, he yeah. yeah. did? I didn't... All right. That's cool. And, and it doesn't look catch, like Bruce Campbell wrote any of it, so... I didn't catch, like, that full trailer I was kind of skipping through, and I was like, oh, okay, that's what this game has. Is... So I saw there are people, characters from the show are in the mm-hmm. game. Yeah. Is Lucy Lawless in this uh I don't know. Because sh- she's like one of the main characters of that show. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I didn't Because they, recommend... they have like one of the knights from, uh, what? what's the third one? I can't remember the name. Um what army of darkness army of darkness it will feature okay. bruce campbell
1: as ash williams as well as dana DiLorenzo lorenzo as kelly maxwell and ray santiago okay. as pablo simon bolivar
0: from the TV okay they, why they, i can't believe they didn't get lucy lawless it um, looks it looks like it's um it looks
1: a lot gameplay wise like it, it's gonna feel like dead by daylight which i like dead by daylight a lot um sure. but it's a co-op game so yeah that might be fun because Dead by Daylight's Maybe. great. But I get it if you don't like playing yeah. the um, the uh, the asymmetric multiplayer. Um, if they I put the they human should, spider good, in, but...
0: I'll be there. Yeah, I don't think it's. I'm the trying same. to think. Like Bone Saw is
2: ready. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like if you're gonna take stuff from other Sam Raimi movies, I can't really remember any other Sam Raimi movies other than Drag Me to Hell, Dark
0: Man. Is that uh, Sam Raimi? Is that probably? Lee Mason? I don't know what it is. Uh,
1: I'm, I'm, I just yeah, yeah and I should be clear there's no relation to the to between the I had to double no. check it but there's no relation between Dead by Daylight in this game but I just no. The, no. The, the movement looked very similar to me
2: yeah and it being in the woods and all that yeah. kind of stuff well they, they soon, should have
1: <laughs> soon Dead they by Daylight
0: will have... be on the streets of Raccoon City they should have <laughs> Evil Dead the musical references sure. in that would be funny. The Evil Dead game. Uh, that that musical is pretty fun. Oh, I wonder if they'll have the the dude from Evil Dead regeneration, like the the little person. Wasn't he like Irish or something? He's like basically a leprechaun.
3: I forgot. Wasn't he? He?
0: Did, he did write, direct, and
1: produce Dark Man. <laughs> mm-hmm. I oh, like that, that movie. movie. That movie's bad, I, but I like that I've movie. I've
2: never I've never heard of it, so I don't know what it is.
0: He did. Oh, a, it's a superhero movie. Okay. Yeah. He did a time cop, Hercules. He did a lot of like TV movies for Hercules. Hmm.
2: Um, yeah. So get Hercules in The Evil Dead. Game. No,
0: you don't want to get you don't want to get what's his face? I, Cuz I assume it's Yeah, it's Kevin Sorbo. You don't want that. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Uh, but with that, that's going to pull us in to the news this week, which has been lots of announcements. Summer Games Fest is in full swing. Oh, I guess before that, we'll talk about the thing that happened earlier in the week. Uh, a couple weeks ago, we talked about how uh, Brad Shoemaker, Vinny Caravella, and Alex Navarro left Giant Bomb. Uh, we were, you know, they that crew pulled us together uh, out of our love for giant bomb is what you know spawned this podcast and those three have come together to create a patreon called next lander not next lander, mm-hmm. but next lander next next x yeah, yeah yeah uh where they are they're podcasting and i guess streaming video games i <laughs> i have not and covering I, I have, e3 yeah with they're doing that with waypoint um like, I I am not at the point where I understand why they, like, you know, they had the reasons for leaving. I'm not at the point where I understand why yet. Um, or, like, you know, what is, is next lander it, it, anything, like, different? Or is it just the sense. same thing? I think it all clicks when you
1: see the direction that Giant Bomb is planning to go in mm-hmm. with where yeah, maybe yeah. Nextlander is. I think like everybody involved wants to make a certain kind of thing, and it seems yeah. like the kind of thing Nextlander wants to do is more giant bomb kind of content versus mm-hmm. giant bomb wanting to move away from doing yeah. lots of in of core yeah. crew video series and focusing more on making it a platform for a wider yeah. range. Yeah, creators. like uh,
2: listening to episode 0 of the Next Lander podcast made it make total sense to me where they like the TLDR was that all all three of those guys really liked coming up with creative solutions to problems and having a smaller scale where they can just, you know, operate more quickly and come okay. up with stuff really fast and just doing it on their own and they felt kind of stifled by, mm. you know, corporate overhead and uh, having to kind of satisfy business demands every, well, every uh, quarter, it, kind of stuff.
1: You listen to the two, you listen to them talk about how they like being able to just like do a planning video at the beginning of the month and talk about what games they want to play. And you mm-hmm. hear Jeff talk about how it was really stressful to always be planning stuff like a week or two in advance. Mm-hmm. And it seems like there's just a difference of like approach Mm -hmm. to the creative process at this point which happens over time i mean yeah you know
2: i mean those guys have been working together for like 15 plus years so yeah
0: yeah it it, yeah it i've listened all i've done is listen to those first two like the episode zero on the first podcast and Mm -hmm. because i don't have time to get in like a lot of streams and stuff like that so but it's definitely like a uh seeing like kind of what they've been doing on their own i'm like did you like yeah like i don't know uh, it's it's very much like i guess if maybe things that like you know behind the scenes are totally different or like much more like limited in what they can do or something but it's very much they're making the same kind of things that they've been banking just you know different like setup or whatever uh yeah. Different, less lesser resources in a way or whatever. I think the streams uh, could use a little but, bit of work. They're, they've been a little rough, I think, yeah. this
1: week, but you know, it's a new project. So. It, it, yeah, it's, yeah. It's,
0: it's growing pains. You know, they're very successful, yeah. like over ten thousand Patreon uh patrons wow, like, really? in the, the first day or whatever. 10, yeah,
1: that's crazy. the podcast <laughs> is really good too. I listened to the first episode of the the, the first real full episode and it was good.
0: Um, like, so it, it, they're talking about good. E3 and stuff and yeah. like it was like it you know, it's a, it's a podcast, uh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It, it, like it, like you know, it's gonna take them time to like get in their groove, totally and stuff. Um,
3: yeah.
0: So and you know that the Vinny Alex Brad dynamic is not one that has been explored a lot recently. So right. there's like some freshness to that. But like, I, it, I'm much more excited about what Giant Bomb is doing going forward than I am well. in like them doing more of what they've been doing. If that makes well, sense. What I'll say is but I had kind of, even as someone who mostly kept up with the Beast
1: cast, I had, when they left, I was very much like, good for those guys, do what you want to do. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not like upset that they're not going to be public facing anymore, yeah. whatever. But then listening to the Next Lander podcast and hearing Vinny talk again on a podcast and Brad talking on a podcast, I was like, I'm really, actually really glad that they're not gonna mm-hmm. fade away c- completely because i do like totally. them a lot and i like hearing them talk about stuff the streams are a little i don't think they've had it there's not great stream fodder right now like mm-hmm. this, when i've tuned in it's been a lot of like playing like hitman without too much conversation over it mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. like they got kind of burned yesterday because they were supposed to stream with waypoint and watch that mm-hmm. coke media primetime thing and then waypoint had technical problems. Uh and that Coke Media thing, like, was it just was a so bad. Video. So it I feel just bad. For like, them. hey, come work for us, basically. Yeah, I feel bad because <laughs> they had like no material to talk about because it all kind of sucked. There were some mm-hmm. cool looking games, but the, the generally it sucked. So they had like old E3 footage that they were tr- that they pulled up on YouTube to like shoot the shit about, but and it was kind of uh, like
0: game tapes.
1: Yeah, and it wasn't <laughs> very it wasn't very good, but it wasn't really their fault either because it was a bad show, yeah, and they were supposed yeah, to have like three more people to talk to. So yeah. Uh, yeah, speaking, that's... Uh,
2: speaking of awesome. E3 adjacent shows that kind of sucked.
0: I don't know about that. Like, uh, Yeah, so Jeff Keeley's Summer Games Fest uh, finally uh, started, kicked off. Not E3, not E3, Summer Games so Fest. Adjacent. They started yeah. first. Uh, oh, yeah, no, but l- very distinct. Don't let Keeley hear you say they're <laughs> similar. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm, it's the same thing Keighley's been doing for... Years at this point, like with his uh Gamescom, and then like the Game Awards, like it's the same kind of show, but worse. Like you, uh, mm, <laughs> I the show is worse than the Game it Awards. Was,
2: it was pretty bad. Uh, it was, it was rough. I, I don't know.
0: Like, I mean, I I was watching after the fact and like skipping through stuff I wasn't interested in. So, but you know, so you I skip through at sit, least half of it. Then I didn't have to sit through a Weezer concert. That's so the you know, thing. Is they. It was so padded out. Nothing against the games
1: at all. To be, yeah, to and say I got at to skip, the top, like the Netflix was, stuff, and like it you was know,
2: really poor. Ryan
1: Reynolds, that was the issue, and it was games that I think every game deserves. You know, every game is something that people are putting pouring creative energy into. Every mm-hmm. game deserves to be talked about and to be like to to be um, you know, followed by people, and and I want games to get exposure. And it's great that that there's big platforms for them to get exposure on, but there were some times when I was just like, "Why is this game here?" Like that Dark Alliance game, they played it mm-hmm. with wrestlers and Hannibal Burris mm-hmm. uh, for like ten minutes, and it looks yeah. I, skipped I mean, of no that. offense to the people who make that game, it looks bad. So what? I don't know why. While you're producing that segment, you don't go can we just show a quick cinematic trailer because this looks really rough. Um, like I. I would have considered playing that game. That tr- that gameplay was like, no, 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 no. This looks terrible. I'm not touching this.
3: <laughs>
1: uh, it just was weird choices throughout for that stuff. It very much looks like it was put together by marketing teams and not by, like,
0: yeah, I, your I Phil mean, Spencer types who seem I mean, like yeah, they're hands-on. I mean, because you know keely needs to keep the lights on somehow so he's got to take that doritos money or that amazon money whatever i don't have anything against him necessarily i just oh yeah no but it's it's the nature of the way he's doing all this stuff like it was boring (laughs) like gamescom is the only one that really escapes from that sponsored stuff whereas like you know game awards and and like the summer game fest he's you know putting on so he's gotta come up with a way to fund it all and that leads to the you know the ryan reynolds going hey i'm gonna make a joke about elden ring and then also show another trailer for this movie that i thought came out like a year ago or something (laughs) like how long is this movie how long have i seen trailers for this free guy looks awful too like it looks okay uh, you know i don't I would not go that far, just do another detective Pikachu movie, Ryan Reynolds. Come on. well, I don't blame Ryan Reynolds. I like
1: he's funny. he's fine. It's, you do it, it you know, yeah, you pay the bills, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, felt so, sorry. sorry no, 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 okay. you can go ahead.
2: I wasn't going to say anything particularly insightful, just the fact that I think the show overall was poorly poorly paced. um the games were. Yeah. Anywhere from bad to good, but there was nothing like exceptional. And I think I'm, the the way it started. well, sure, Elden Ring for those who I have just been like, you know, we have it,
0: we yeah. have it, you know, it's all, you know, trailers and stuff. So it, like totally yeah. and
2: like but there was nothing also not really any surprises. Like I, I would say the metal slug game was maybe a surprise and I was like, Oh, that's cool.
1: And then found um, out it was owned. It, it, it's it's the company yeah. is owned by a Turkish prince who had a journalist executed so i was like
2: eh, maybe not oh i had no idea about that but yeah, yeah. whatever <laughs> that sucks but but yeah like for me the whole thing started just completely on the wrong foot with that first trailer which i was like extremely not into <laughs>
0: it, like i i'm yeah so they opened with wonderlands which is the borderlands tiny tina's uh tiny tina's wonderland the worst character is, from fucking-
2: uh, a bad game well that's not a bad but game. but
0: that dlc from borderlands 2 where they did that like i can't remember can't exactly the exact name but like the border or the Dungeons yeah, yeah and the and dragons Tina dlc TNT. yeah like that does some really interesting stuff and like at least in borderlands Small 2 has like dragon keep yeah i think so it yeah. it does some very like interesting writing and like actually tries to do something more than just, be like, oh, here's, like, Butt Stallion or, you know, stupid jokes where they address, like, grief and loss and, like, processing that stuff. And maybe they try to, like, do more, like, you know, something similar that, you know, they can't just rehash all the exact same stuff. But, like, if they try to do something with that, and, you know, if you don't like Tiny Tina, like, you're not going to like that stuff. But, th- at least for my money, that... DLC is, like, the best thing they've done with Borderlands. So if they do, you know, if they're, like, really taking, like, lessons from that to make Wonderlands, which is going to be, like, a fantasy version of Borderlands standalone thing, maybe that could actually be pretty good, and that actually has me interested in playing that game, despite, like, Randy Pitchford and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Uh, Yeah. So I, I I could see why people wouldn't want to play it but I'm at least intrigued.
1: I'm interested because my partner and I really enjoyed playing Borderlands three. I think the campaign, like the mechanics of that game are very good as someone who didn't play all of the, of the stuff in two and didn't play all of the, the pre sequel or whatever. So I, I wasn't burned out on it and it was fun and the writing in it is marginally better than I think in the previous games or I guess marginally Mm -hmm. less irritating to me. But Mm -hmm. I thought that the, the tone of this thing was like, Fucking garbage for me. I'm not. Yeah. If you like it, cool. I'm not trying to shit on you if you like it.
0: But if it was not for me at all, yeah. Uh, and <laughs> so, uh, it's like, they they've got uh, an impressive cast for it. Sure, that's for yeah. sure. Like yeah. uh Will Arnett. I can't remember anyone else. I can remember Will Arnett and Ashley Birch. Uh, and but, it's possible that that cast
1: will do something with the writing to make it mm-hmm, more yeah. palatable to me. But I, that's the thing where I, it's like, if it's going to be like the tone of that it reminded me of like the tone that they strike sometimes in mythic quest with the game itself. But since you don't actually see that all the time in that Mm -hmm. show, it's fine. (laughs) Yeah. And you can just kind of chuckle at how stupid it is. Um, I don't actually want to play the game from mythic quest. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like that. The game sounds bad. So (laughs) Uh Um, anyway, it's,
0: i yeah yeah so, i i I didn't play Borderlands three uh partially because I touched Borderlands Two and went, oh yeah, okay, this is like this feels very dated, and then hearing like Borderlands Two or Borderlands three wasn't like in a lot of ways it was more of the same, much like Ratchet is more of the same of you know, but Ratchet still holds up like that core gameplay loop where I think a lot of the stuff with Borderlands three maybe it's mechanically sound but there's just like stuff there I'm like oh I don't need to engage with this anymore. Yeah. So if it's you know if it's the same kind of thing like I'll be like eh I don't know but it has me way more interested than like Borderlands 3 did when they announced that. Um, I think um I think the thing
1: about that show um cuz I don't think we can or should go game by game through the whole no. thing. No. What I kept feeling like the whole show and I still feel like after the fact was almost like was Keeley even gonna do this until he got a call from From Software, <laughs> saying like, "Okay, we have the trailer for you," and no, then it he, became like we got to build a whole show around creating suspense uh, you know, for this trailer to come at the end. Uh,
0: I, you know, uh, he's 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 done these shows before, know, so it's yeah. not like you know, their Keeley's shows are rarely ever bangers. If yeah,
3: ever.
1: there used to be. I feel like that the whole um when he I mean, had Kujima, like a weird, the the mgs5 stuff but... around the game awards when they were sure, like it's not mgs5 that yeah. was like ambitious in a way that i appreciated mm-hmm. even if it was easy to see through um God, that was almost that was like nine years ago it's a long time ago because i remember nine i was in my apartment ago. in college yeah I, I can that. i can remember where i was too yes i remember watching it on a tablet <laughs> while i was doing dishes <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> vividly. Uh, yeah, that was nine years ago. Uh, but uh, but but I thought that stuff was at least ambitious. And this time, at the, at this point, these shows are like like why did he do a like ten minute Zoom call with
0: Kojima? Because he can't he can't put him in bandages and like that. That was just very interesting. And like he kept bringing up nine eleven, like multiple times. Yeah, <laughs> which I you know it was just
1: weird. And I yeah, don't actually. Like, i actually found that conversation fairly interesting and entertaining Mm -hmm. yeah but 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 just put that on youtube or like you don't it doesn't need to be
0: in the middle of the show but but then they needed they needed to give him the oh one more thing and then they
1: the one more thing sucked (laughs) the one more thing was a director's cut of like the least edited game ever
0: made (laughs) <laughs> which so a lot of people are like metal gear one remake is or metal gear solid one i don't even know do they mean metal gear 1? i don't know the people are losing their minds it they must mean to do metal gear solid one no they're not it's they're not, the not remaking it was a they're joke
1: like, reference yeah funny. yeah it was yeah like, it was Ko- it was kojima taking the piss at
0: um, yeah <laughs> you know yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but my my question is what I'm the only one on this podcast who has beaten yeah, Death Stranding, yeah, yeah. but what do you think they could have possibly cut from Death Stranding that would be in a director's cut of that game? With with shower characters teams. like Die Hard Man and Piss and Shit Grenades, what could they have possibly... There, there's a scene where Norman Reedus is in the shower with Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> I mean, oh,
2: I missed that one.
0: They're both fully clothed, but they're in the shower. <laughs> And they're Norman Reedus actually drinking his hog.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's what's mm-hmm. missing. Do Maybe. you think it? Maybe. Here's the real question: Do you think it has ads for the AMC show in it still? That show still on? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: does it have Monster Energy in it? And it, does Monster have a greater presence?
1: Monster Energy uh, will be in it still because no, they still sell yeah. Monster Energy.
0: Yeah. Norman Reedus uh, ride with Norman Reedus. Is it still on? Uh, probably is. Yeah, I, I guess
1: I don't know. It's... It probably costs nothing for them to make, and it's they get the the Walking Dead. Nor- Norman
0: Reedus on. is paying them to put it on. I mean, yeah, it's
1: <laughs> it's, it's it's probably him and like three camera people, three person camera crew at most.
0: Yeah. Uh. Anyway, in December 2019, the show was renewed for a fifth season. So they probably haven't been able to. Produce it during COVID because it's a show about it's, him riding around to different places. Uh, it just so it aired from March eighth to April twelfth. So there were episodes this year. There you go. So oh, they, they uh, Norman Reedus still cranking his hog in twenty twenty one.
2: Hell yeah. Uh, Elden Ring looks fine. It looks like a Dark Souls.
0: Hell yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the
1: thing, right? Is lot the, uh, the people who aren't into that those games. I keep hearing like it just looks like dark souls with a horse and I'm like
3: uh-huh. Yeah.
1: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When you look at when you look at like the a uh, uh, like incredible the game steak, changer right there. When you look at an incredible steak, do you go like, mm, "It just looks like a steak with more stuff on it or something." Like <laughs> it, it yes, Dark Souls with a horse. It also actually has a lot of
0: interesting right mechanical and, like, and yeah i got it, some like shadow of the colossus type vibes for sure they're showing it looks like
1: there's gonna be a jump button which if there is that's that, like a, that's that's an so enormous I mean, sekiro, game changer. sekiro
0: had a jump button so yeah but, yeah, but this but yeah yeah dark souls having a jump button that's a whole different
1: there's point. like a time a point where the character dodges and shoots a bow in like one fluid motion which mm-hmm. is not something that has been mm-hmm. in those games um so the if you're into those games, I think there is a lot there, but, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. if you're not into those games, this isn't a dig at you, Alex, cause we're talking on a podcast, but there's been a, I've seen a lot it's of fine. people, <laughs> I've seen a lot of people who are not into those games who feel like they need to make sure everyone knows what their take on the trailer is. And it's like, it's okay. You can just, you can just, I don't have to comment on every single thing I see. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, I know. I think it looks fine. Again, I, I like well, we're on a podcast I that game.
1: Like, yeah, yeah, and and I, you say whatever you want, but I, there's there was a distinct like air in my Twitter feed uh, the uh, yesterday or Thursday of like people who seemed really angry that there finally was an Elden Ring trailer and seemed like they wanted to make it clear that they think it's stupid or something. I don't know, and I was like, oh, who cares? Yeah, that's- <laughs> I don't care about whatever Nintendo's going to show, but I'm not going to like go on Twitter and shit on it.
0: No, oh, I am. Well, I'll
1: come with this podcast and shit on it. But, yeah, know, it's that's different that's, if you're like, we've curated a space for us to share our maybe yeah. not wanted opinions, and it's easy <laughs> to avoid it by not listening to the show.
0: So <laughs> I don't care if in this context. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Elden Ring, Death Stranding. Um, I, I'm, I'm curious what they're adding to Death Stranding. I will not. I will not be revisiting Death Stranding. I don't think I don't have if that kind of time.
1: A, if it's an update, I might go back to it. Like if I, don't I mean, have it, is a it. PS,
0: it is a PS5 update.
1: Yeah, but I don't know how they're going to deliver it. If they deliver it for free,
0: they um, better. Like, I would hope. <laughs> but if would, Norman Reedus himself is going to come to your house and deliver you the PS5 update um, on a USB drive. <laughs> but I, I never
1: finished it's that game. So I, I've considered going back to it at some point. I'm not saying I'm going to finish it because it sounds like every time I say, maybe I'll go back and finish that game. Because I really liked what I played of it, people tell me I've had like ten people in the last week say like you shouldn't finish that game if you enjoyed what you played of
3: it.
0: <laughs> um, I, you know that there's there's stuff there. Uh, like, but uh, the like the end end is not great. Like the, or like the boss the bo- the end boss isn't great, but like the rest of it is like I think it'd be interesting it's an to see. Experience and, and I I like um. I would like to not be the only person I know who finished that game. (laughs) Well, I
1: also, I'm weird in that the gameplay loop of that game scratches a very specific Mm -hmm. itch that I have almost constantly, which is to play games, mundane games about infrastructure. Um, That's like a huge part of why I like playing Sims is, I mean, I'm, I love getting better at them, but I love the procedure. I love I love that in iRacing, you have to drive your car into the pit lane and park at your pit stop, at your pit box, and manage like when you want to change the tires and how much fuel to put in the car. I love that stuff almost as much as the driving part. Um, and that's why I like things like Flight Simulator and tr- American Truck Simulator. So the part of that Stranding where you're like, oh shit, how am I going to load up this bike so that it doesn't mm-hmm. tip over? Is really appealing to me. When where I think for a lot of people they were like, I don't want to fucking deal with this. And that's I why I thought maybe it I was, was one divisive. of those
0: people who didn't want to deal with it. And then I played that game to completion and <laughs> mostly enjoyed myself.
2: Yeah, I got like ten hours in, but I it that aspect of it wasn't my problem with it. The mm-hmm. stuff I didn't like about it was the fact that it kept breaking for me. Like I just ran to like mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. either lore breaking or game breaking things. Such as when I was like, oh, cool, I have access to this open world. I'm going to explore it uh, before uh, he, he, hitting my objectives. So I got like, you know, past that forest that has all the the BTs yep. in it. I got yep. like pat- through that. I went to the thing up there. I'm like, oh, this is cool. It's nice, nice area. Nothing to do up here yet. I guess I'll just go back to, and do my objectives. And they're like, go through that forest. Be careful. There's a bunch of BTs. And it's the exact same forest. And now it's just yep. full of things. I'm like, what the fuck? Okay. Why weren't these here before? <laughs> uh, <laughs> like that kind know, of stuff. That, that, and that I was just like, you know what? Game, I'm done. Yep.
0: Yep. <laughs> uh it, yeah no it it does that uh for sure but that, that's kind of the thing with the bts though is they like they show up and then they're also gone at times and you know they're not always there but yeah, yeah. i ran to the uh, I don't i don't need to defend the, the game
2: <laughs> the mercs or whatever i forget what the name of the group is but like those uh-huh, dudes like yeah. i went up to another area and it's like oh this is pretty empty and then later it's like go up there but be careful there's a billion mercs and yeah there was a billion mercs i'm like where were they before <laughs> so just that kind of stuff
0: and elsewhere uh yeah, uh they showed some new indie games like Salt and Sacrifice, uh yeah. sequel to Salt and Sanctuary. Salt and Never Sanctuary played was Salt good. and Sanctuary. I should have played didn't it. either, but it was good. Yeah. Um, you like got like a well, okay. Well, I, I like, like Hollow Knight, but I haven't so. finished that either. So <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: you <laughs> might like Salt and Sanctuary. Or, I gotta, uh, yes. I gotta Sanctuary. finish well,
0: now. Now you're more akin to Dark Souls, and it was definitely taken from Dark Souls. So yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it's
2: basically two D Dark Souls
0: uh chivalry 2 got some stuff pat you've been playing that sounds good good. it's a good game people throw in severed heads of people in there yeah
1: (laughs) they had a problem with the matchmaking like the party system which was Mm. a little deflating but we figured out how to fix it last night with some experimental epic thing it seems like it's more of an issue with epic than Mm -hmm. yeah chivalry 2 um Uh, uh, yeah that game rips everyone should buy that game everyone i I, I want i I want to play it Uh, (laughs) i can't think of a person i wouldn't recommend that game to to be honest (laughs) <laughs> uh,
0: uh Two Point Campus, uh, sequel Hell, to yeah, like successor to Two Point Hospital. Yeah, uh,
2: it's so it's such a good idea to do that on a university campus. I think that's a great, great, lo- great kind of uh theme, I guess for a for a management sim. And it would be uh, cool
1: if that if that had if there was some permanence to things there because, like, mm-hmm. the students you know would be like presumably the same. Like, not that it, it bothered me in two point, but one thing I love the concept of games set on university campuses and the Sims University is cool. But like what I want is a game where you actually like maybe you have the same you stay at the school mm-hmm. and the students are like rotating out every like three or four hours instead of oh, okay. instead of every 20 minutes like they do in two point yeah. hospital. Eh, it's, right. it's a thought. Yeah,
0: I think that, that could yeah. make it really cool. Uh, and then the big news: <laughs> Smite doing another media crossover. This time with Stranger Things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And apparently they did a Ruby one Is gonna be in there, and is th- is what monster what, what what's, what's, what's his face? And what's
2: uh, his name? The cop. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah! I can't remember his name.
0: Uh, the okay. actor who's yeah, man, why can't I remember stuff. his name?
2: It so it's with an H, I think, but I can't remember. Uh, Hopper, 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 yeah, Hopper. Yeah.
0: Can't remember the. i was just thinking but, yeah. Winona Ryder saying <laughs>
1: Hopper over and over again. Yep, there you go. Um, but
2: yeah, I wrote down in the notes. I love that you can have eleven versus Ang. David Harbor is,
1: is the actor. David Harbor. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's funny whenever Smite pierces into like mm-hmm. more general it's, video game stuff because Smite it's, a is, game. it's really good yeah um no and it's no, still really no. good
2: yeah i i cast no shade at smite they're it's putting just, their crossovers are interesting
1: morgan lefay is out this month and she looks awesome as a character so like it's a great <laughs> game um and they do these but these and these crossovers are funny but mm-hmm. i think it's funny because people are who don't know what the game is like tonally go like it's a game about mythology and it has Avatar in it when it actually fits fine as fits as well as it would in Fortnite, but uh, but it people just
0: aren't that aware of the game, so it's funny. Uh, So yeah, that was uh, the the Summer Game Fest, the 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 kickoff to the Summer Game Fest or whatever. There's also there were there were other stuff. Yeah, there it's there was like other stuff like there was like you know some studio announcements like oh this like Deviation to the new studio they're working with Sony on something and stuff. There's like also that.
1: like the, the there was that long trailer of games that for the new Embracer Group like game oh,
2: label right and like oh, half yeah. the
0: games were out already and all of them had
2: already right.
1: been announced which
0: like, seems Deliverance and yeah, they yeah. seem like they're in like a recruiting mode because then the like Coke Media thing was like also like hey our sc- company culture is great and stuff like that so i don't believe that but okie dopes <laughs> yeah I, you know it's stuff like that um so yeah that's summer game fest that means e3 is quickly approaching as uh some stuff already coming out like the announcement of battlefield 2042 it's not political that it's just about climate change the
1: unforced error there is incredible because that trailer is amazing i was like yeah. i i like laughed out loud and like exclaimed out loud multiple times through that trailer over multiple watches of the trailer like if you even mm-hmm. if you like battlefield at all and you haven't seen this trailer you gotta you gotta watch it it's so right. good I, I will i have not um, watched the trailer i have but also not i watched it. don't it, want to like, spoil it i like battlefield you I want live reactions when you after we record this. We shouldn't make people sit through that. But after we record this, you should both watch this trailer. It's so fucking good. Um, But uh, but but that whole climate warriors like the Mm -hmm. the, the, like climate refugees being used as it's like why would you even say that? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's the thing. Nothing about that trailer has anything to do with any kind of narrative. You don't even. mm -hmm. It's not even made clear what sides of them are fighting in this war. And I thought that was going to be. I thought they were just going to be like, you know what? Fuck it. Battlefield's fun. There's a coalition. There's an allied, whatever there's, you want to call it.
0: PMCs them. or, you know, or, whatever. Or not even go that yeah. far. Just
1: say, like, it's the coalition versus the alliance. Uh-huh. And then just make them fight and, like, yeah. m- make the soldiers kiss. Smash like, your action no, figures together. Yes, that's what, that's what the trailer makes it seem like that game mm-hmm. is going to be. And then they're like, there's no campaign. But there is a narrative about... Climate refugees being used by two militaries, but yeah. it's also not political. There's like no reason to inject that concept into mm-hmm. the game unless your point is to be political about it and yeah. say something about it, which they're not going to do. It's just so stupid. It's it, so yeah.
0: Bad. It's like we all know games are political, especially when of you're course. doing something like that. And it's just why even like if you're going to say that, like we're not stupid. Like we can see it. it like you're just. It makes it's, me think less of the game when they say stuff like that, which isn't fair to like the people who work hard to develop, like, you know, well, the uh, like develop like mechanically more, and stuff like, like that. But. I can tell you, I'm going to play that game because
1: again, it looks awesome, but it makes me think less of not the team at large, it makes me think less of the create the people at yeah. the top of that. Creative like, yes, team, though, yes, for sure. yes, like the, um, the directors, the like people the, who get uh, yeah. to make those decisions about the yes. game. If I don't have. It makes me lose a little bit of respect for them. Absolutely. Yes. Because it's yes, just it's so, it's such an unforced error. It's so easy. Mm. It would have been so easy to avoid this. It's like yep. they did it on purpose to piss people off. Yep. And yeah. Yeah, definitely. I it's, it's like, it's a dog whistle at this point. Almost. Yes, that's one. of. Yes, absolutely. It's like trolling people with dog whistles. And it's mm. I, like, I don't yeah.
0: understand it at all. It's, you're either, you either think we're stupid you're stupid or you're just an asshole. Like, yeah, basically. But yeah, uh, it sounds like there's like natural disasters kind of taking place like tornadoes and stuff in the like mm-hmm. maps. OK. Yeah. Which seems Could cool. Again,
1: the way they show the way they message that in the trailer is fucking awesome. Yeah. Um,
0: OK, well, we'll we'll check that out after we record. It's yeah. It's, uh, anyway. Speaking of natural disasters. Uh, another little bit of game stuff came out recently. Doki Doki Literature Club Plus. Out of Industrial nowhere. Disaster. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I don't know what the plus is. Like, who knows what they get out of that I, game.
2: The, the thing that's so interesting about that is that it's going to consoles. Mm-hmm. And like, spoilers for Doki Doki Literature Club. You have to go into your computer's file system and delete character files as a part of that end game. How do you do that on a Switch?
1: They'll make Uh an interface for it, I'm sure.
2: My thought is maybe it's a sequel in disguise.
0: Maybe. Like, much like a
2: Frog Fractions kind of situation. Cat
0: DLC. I think. Exactly. Yeah. I could see
2: something like that happening.
1: I think it would be weird if they didn't include that original game in whatever package they're doing since it's on a platform that that game wasn't available on. Uh, But.
2: Yeah, but I'm just curious how they're going to change those mechanics because that was one of the core parts of the psychological horror of that game was that it's like, this thing is fucking with your computer at some point.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sayori's iconic cap DLC.
2: Oh God. I can make some darker Uh, jokes, but I'm not going to.
0: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, let's leave it there. And then another one that seemingly leaked, but also I guess Nintendo sent out press releases. I, it happened like real early. Uh Mario and Rabbids Sparks of Hope, uh yeah. which is sequel to 2017's Mario and Rabbids game. This one goes to space, I guess. And it's got like Rosalina in it.
2: <laughs> cool. But right.
0: Luigi's got a bow.
2: Like like a bow in his hair?
0: No, like a bow and arrow. Oh. Mario's That's got two guns? It's yeah, he's got like fucking halo Kimbo, yeah
2: oh yeah, wow yeah i'm looking at i'm looking at i haven't looked at any of this stuff but it's interesting that it looks like, like it's it, kind of going for galaxy and it has one of the lumos is that what they're yep, called
0: yep a, but it has
2: a I rabid face yeah.
0: i
1: think they should go all the way <laughs> and do it like that that pal world trailer where mario just has an ar-15 it's, and, it's shooting goombas right in the face yeah and luigi has like is 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 a Kimbo. Dual like dual wielding uh deagles, gold deagles. <laughs> yeah.
2: And it's just a bunch of toads that are give, like on a on a conveyor belt just making I mean, guns for you. Give Peach I an
0: op. <laughs> I mean, in Smash, Peach can just pull out Toad and like block stuff with him, so you can already shoot Toad in the face with like fox or snake. So huh. you know, we're already there. Nintendo's done it.
2: It'll probably oh, be good. Late. That first game was good.
0: Just I I couldn't play very far into it. Like it was, it was a little bit too difficult for what I really wanted from it. I
2: guess. Oh yeah, it got too hard too fast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, agreed. But it, for yeah. what it was, it was it was a good one of those, and it was an interesting take. It yeah. was one of the more interesting things that Nintendo had done in a long time.
0: Yep. Yeah. Weird that it. Like if it was an accident or they're just like, fine, just go with it. Like send out the press release. I don't know, but who knows? It, it went live on their like store page. It's like coming uh, 2022. So next year.
1: As someone who works in marketing, these kind of fuck ups happen yeah. very frequently oh, yes. about someone yeah. sending an email they're not supposed to. It's just interesting when it happens in an industry that has such a like mm-hmm. um, uh, a fan base that is so meticulous in the way that it.
2: <laughs> but it also has a fan base that. So no it let me rephrase it has publishers and developers who are very very secretive and then yep. it has a fan base who very vehemently defends that secrecy. So the fact that, mm-hmm. like, this leaked in, like, you had people like Liam, Ro- Liam Robertson and stuff talking about it, or Robinson, sorry, whatever, um, was, was talking about it and he made a video about it and stuff like that. And people were coming after him, being like, oh, how dare you do this video for this game that's not announced yet, blah, blah, yeah, blah. It's it like, it, who, who cares? I it, think this mm. happens with movies all the time. I
1: think, on the one hand, like, there's a certain kind of excitement that I get from seeing an unexpected thing sure. um, at these things, so I do sometimes like, like as someone who's like a fan of Assassin's Creed, I remember it really sucked when um, Kotaku leaked all the stuff about Syndicate. I get why they mm-hmm. did it, like years and years ago. I get why they did it for multiple reasons, but as a fan at the time, I was like, oh well, it would have been cool to see like this revealed yeah. in a trailer. I would have had like five minutes of. A lot of joy from that that now i don't get to have um but this is an instance where the game leaked nobody they leaked it themselves yeah it's nintendo's (laughs) fault like so definitely don't go after somebody for that i mean you shouldn't go after people no matter what the situation is that's just shitty even if you're in the situation i was saying i was in but like if nintendo's the one to to send the press release out by mistake or whatever don't get mad at somebody for making a video about it yeah yeah
2: it's it's dumb.
1: The corporation... The, that's the thing. If you're like, oh, I wanted to see this revealed, that would have been fun. It's whatever to be a little annoyed. Don't... De- um, don't you don't have to yeah. go after someone to defend some, Nintendo. They don't fucking care about you. No, so, they don't.
0: <laughs> They're not going to date you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Well, Nintendo might not date you, but if you are looking for love, might I suggest the E3 social platform oh i
1: would God. suggest against that i would don't don't go there <laughs> looking
0: for nope don't go there looking for any do not go to the e3 social platform it sounds like a bad time on yeah. so many levels
2: yeah like it ill-conceived, started
0: ill-conceived ill-executed uh yeah
2: it started as like a site for press people right and then it's like oh it, you know, well, it, is...
0: it was always meant to have like a like a public component to it, but yeah, right.
2: But like, I guess a lot of press people went in there just treating it like a like you would. It's like, oh, here, well, I mean, it was, of, it was asking
0: for lots. It was asking for all that information.
2: Totally, and like it had that stupid avatar support that all of them look bad, and yeah. And then the yep. public got on there, and then everyone realized, oh, all that that information you put in there, that's very public, so people mm-hmm. can it, like it's it's just like when they leaked all the the, the, the press information before, except but this, time, this
0: time, like on purpose, <laughs> it was, <it> was
2: opt in.
1: <laughs> I mean, I was originally thinking, what if I registered for E three? Tried to register for E three as like press uh-huh. for from being from the yeah. podcast because I saw yeah. some other people that I follow who managed mm-hmm. to get press access who are on shows marginally bigger than ours. But like, I was like, yeah. Oh, maybe there's a possibility. Um, but then I was like, I don't want to give them all of my information. Actually, yeah, not at all. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, and like, specifically to what them. end,
0: like, yeah, yeah. Specifically E3, but also like, you know, the ESA, but like to what end, like, it doesn't seem like there's much, yeah. Like, I'm not gaining anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's more just like, what is the like the purpose of this stuff? Is like, yeah, you know, why why did they bother with all this? Other than we need a like a way to make people talk about e3 or something, and if we make a platform, yeah, I don't know. I guess they wanted to
2: make digital e3 the second go around to be more. Well, there wasn't
0: a first go-around, so... No,
2: that's true. But, like, well, with a second chance, I guess.
0: Yeah. uh, But imagine what last year must have looked like when they were still, like, clinging to the hopes of doing a show as people were like, nope, I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. But, yeah, so E3 looks like it'll be a mess, but, you know, uh, tomorrow uh, there'll be, like, Microsoft. Today, there's...
1: Ubisoft
0: and oh stuff. Ubisoft forward and Devolver Forwarder mm-hmm. yep and like the Borderlands or Gearbox thing what, what, Aliens Colonial Marines too I don't know yeah we can only help
2: there what was their <laughs> so, Overwatch thing, thing that wasn't pants, Overwatch uh,
0: Battleborn 2 so,
2: yeah Battleborn this
0: time this time they're all nude so you don't have <laughs> it, it's just a porn game that's all it is what well they the put mushroom? it on Steam then. Wonder what that means for the mushroom guy. Getty, get at him. Maybe they'll give you a copy. You can cover it on Super GG for uh, your betas coverage. Um, Playdate, that uh, that delightful handheld console with the crank on it. Oh yeah, it's they uh, they had, they, had uh, they they did a little video updating uh, after some delays. Uh, now pre-orders are going to be going up next month 179 for that bad boy not bad i'm I'm more on board with it now than i was uh, i was skeptical their but. price they were gonna try to be cheaper but like the price or the part shortage is you yeah. know set the timeline back and jacked Two, up the price but
1: 200 was my max like maybe i'll buy one of these um 179 is like yeah for sure uh, they they and, also
0: increased the amount of games that are going to be shipping. I think, like, doubled it to, like, 24. Yeah, all
1: that stuff it's, made me, I felt like initially, and I don't know people, at, it's Panic, right? That's who's, Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know anyone at Panic. This isn't meant as a deep personal attack. But the read I got on that thing initially was, we're tech bros who are bored and we want to make a thing. And it just didn't, I kind of rubbed me the wrong way a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um and but then, you know, the fact that they've stuck with it through this, through the pandemic and the part shortage and that they are just seemingly making it like a better deal by like over time in terms of the amount of games are getting and the functionality of the device. I'm, I'm on board now. I think it looks cool.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Allison isn't here, but she was very, very, very hot on it. Mm hmm.
0: Uh, originally they were making it sound like they were going to do a limited run of these things, but now it sounds like if you want one, you'll, you should probably be able to get one. It just, you know, when you'll get it is kind of the thing that's up in the air.
1: That was the other thing that really bothered me with their initial pitch was like, it felt like they were just going to FOMO you. And mm-hmm. that's why I was like a little worried about the price. Cause I was like, if they're doing, people are yeah. really hot on this thing because it's very cute yeah. and it has some really cool names attached to it. And so, and they're saying, "Oh, it's going to be really hard to get. We're only going to make so many of them. So, are they going to charge like $250, 300 bucks for this like, yeah. thing that I don't want to pay that much for?" But yeah, one seventy nine. All the stuff they're saying sounds good.
0: It sounds like it's relatively easy to like make games for it. Like it's like apparently like a web based like engine or whatever, like a creation suite or well, oh, you know, whatever yeah, you want right, to call right, it. Right. So, like, yeah. if you want to make a game for it, it's relatively simple for you to do that. Um, you know, or you know, you still have to like figure out how to do it, but like the tools are easy to use, concept. and yeah, uh, uh, you know, you know, if you have a computer, you can use it because it's just in your browser. Uh, so, you know, how the distribution stuff will go, uh, I don't know, but hey, it's a cool idea. Hopefully, yeah. uh, hopefully that all works out and people get the product. And uh, this one I didn't hear about. Uh, EA got hacked, apparently. Yep. It just came out, of, I think, yesterday. Bunch of source code. It, and tools it, it happened
2: stolen. during the um, Summer Games Fest oh, stream. Oh. Well, yeah, no, I, didn't,
0: I definitely uh, but, didn't hear about that.
1: It happened a while ago, I think, but they just mm-hmm. made oh, it. The,
2: the news came the out. The news actually. came yeah, out. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, it happened in, like, January or something, or maybe
0: not that long ago, but um may i don't, I don't remember how that source code is uh just getting out there like the uh there was the, the cyberpunk and the witcher source code or whatever got out there yep. now it's the uh it's the nhl and a bunch code, of code base nhl code base it's safe it's safe
2: yep <laughs> i was reading that in some article I, uh, i'll have to try and find it funny. again where yeah the hackers looked through the code bases and like, grabbed as much as they could but apparently nhl just sat untouched because they're like eh. There's <laughs> not enough has changed in that's for us to care basically which i'm surprised that's... they didn't do that with fifa
0: yeah who knows well you know the switch version of fifa that's yeah
2: where they just changed 2020 to 2021 yeah. finding a place <laughs> yeah um
0: yeah uh, that's kind of it for news this week but any, any hopes for uh, kind of the next few days here of announcements?
2: The only thing that is most exciting about E3 is the surprises. So it's yeah. hard to predict surprises.
0: Like, do you have like a, like the kind of thing you'd want to be surprised by?
2: It would be nice to see the Switch do something that makes me want to actually continue using my Switch.
0: Hmm. Would, would a new Switch do that?
2: No, <laughs> no, not.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's the and thing is I don't think the hardware in the Switch is gonna mm-hmm. ever be able to convince me to spend more time mm-hmm. with it. I actually mm-hmm. hope that the Switch Pro isn't a performance increase at this point because mm-hmm. I don't want to have to buy one just to play Breath of the Wild Two, which is like yeah. the only Nintendo game that I'm that hype about. Um, Definitely. So yeah, uh, if here's something, if so that Game Maker Garage looks awesome. And apparently yep. it has mouse support.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: If they somehow built mouse support in so that I can use a mouse to aim in splatoon, <laughs> I would be very happy about
0: that. But it maps to the tilt controls. Oh, <laughs> God. That
1: sends a <laughs> shudder down my whole body,
0: the thought of trying to do that.
1: That's awful.
2: That sounds... Mm-hmm. Yeah, no.
0: Like playing uh the but, I mean, you know, trying but you to use could, like a Wii U emulator on your PC. You could
1: definitely use a left Joy-Con in place of a keyboard for movement mm-hmm. and then use a mouse with the right hand and it could work.
0: Yeah. How you about know, you mouse, keyboard support to the switch, huh? Um I mean, you know, uh I'm I'm a simple man. I would I would like to see I don't know, everything I'm waiting for is still like I'm still waiting so, on like a lot of things. Like, I'm waiting on Deathloop. I'm waiting on. uh,
1: Sort of to what I was saying earlier, what I would, the surprise that would be probably the most exciting to me immediately would be if Sony has something in the can. I'm not saying I want games Mm -hmm. to be exclusive, but there's all this talk of how they were buying, they were like throwing a lot of cash around. It would be cool if they had some, a few like secret, like mid sized third party Mm -hmm. games that they're putting some weight behind to come out later this year, uh, that we don't know about Bayonetta.
0: Yeah. Well, that won't happen. We've been waiting like what Uh, four years for Bayonetta three to reappear.
2: (laughs) Something of that scale. Yeah. What you're thinking. Uh, Yeah, uh, yeah, for sure.
0: Scale bound. (laughs) Well, exclusive to PlayStation (laughs) five. Um,
1: and also things like, you know, I would be pretty fucking excited if they had, if they would just make the bloodborne go faster. Um, Mm -hmm. Like the, yeah. and I know Sony's. According not to a, Tim Rogers, a
0: patch is imminent.
1: I know that 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 Sony's not a D3, so I've so I'm not saying but yeah. I'm saying more that's why more I'm saying third party stuff that um is gonna come out. I would love to see some third party stuff get announced that's gonna come out this year that is mm-hmm. getting a bit of a push from Sony to make it out this year so that there's something to play on the PS5 mm-hmm. in, in October and November. Definitely. Because uh, like the only games coming out later this year that I'm excited about. That I can think of are things like Battlefield and I'm going to play mm-hmm. that on PC I'm not going to play that on PS5 so yeah I don't know Let's See,
0: yeah. uh, there's nothing yeah there's not like anything like off the top of my head like oh I want to see this because there's still so much that is like announced that I'm still like I'm just waiting for it to come out because I'm so excited for it uh, but yeah I'm also fine with
1: them not with nothing coming out that I want to play in October and November because I would be more than happy to just play final fantasy 14 and oh, yeah. do i-racing. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that's all I really need. And Elden ring is like getting up there for being the most excited I've been about a game. So, um, <laughs> I'm fine. Just riding yeah, that, that is... hype wave into January. And I think it's mm-hmm. possible it could actually come out in January. So,
0: but yeah, but so to your point, Alex, it is like the, you know, the thing you can't predict that gets you excited. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like there you know, I'd love to see like, you know, something actually about Fable Four, but oh, man, I don't yeah. think we'll we're not think we are not going to see anything about that. It's not, no. That's not that game that game's like three years out at, at least. Uh so you know, hard to say. But uh I I am that is the Xbox presentation is the one I'm most interested in. I'm interested in
1: us, why they're having a presentation, to be honest with you. I or kind of assumed
3: earlier. Definitely. I, not,
1: not assumed, but I wouldn't have been surprised if they had said, hey, look, we all know things are a little fucked right now. We're not going to be at E3. You know, please remain excited for Halo Infinite. We have a lot of stuff coming. We'll talk to you in September. It was kind I of imagine, like.
0: I imagine at least half of it will be uh, Bethesda stuff. For because sure. Bethesda could do their but, own presentation before and but, now. But I guess they, like they gotta do halo means like you know a re-unveiling and what does
1: bethesda have aside from i mean starfield probably we'll probably see Star what Field. starfield is which is great i'm excited and, about that uh, That's-
0: wolfenstein 3 uh yeah. maybe probably <laughs> yes. some sort of doom like the next doom expansion or whatever um yeah but yeah uh, it seems uh, like uh they'll get that I guess they're not going to do a live thing Maybe they'll phone in the lady like, Who went woo for Elder Scrolls Online <laughs> uh, um, Fall of 76 Well Elder Scrolls stuff. Online just had uh, Expansion come out So oh,
1: I don't think okay. there's going to well,
0: be a new expansion well, um, Rest in peace to that lady uh, They don't have a card you know, game anymore The Elder Scrolls card seven, game Fallout 76 uh, Maybe another like Fallout Shelter 2 uh,
2: Maybe something dishonored or whatever Arcane's doing, I can't remember. Deathloop, well,
0: I, I mean, yeah, uh, like, I mean, yeah, they there have are two teams. teams. There two, teams, two though, right? yeah. So yeah. like, I could, you know, we could see like a trailer for you know their next and, thing, and like clearly from like the Prey. I don't I think it's the Prey team, who's, yeah, which clearly, there'll be a new Frey, Dishonored for sure. That's what I have clearly I've, maybe. I like I, they've said see, it's not not necessarily Dishonored. Like it, it's kind of on the shelf for now. But I kept you're not going to
2: see Deathloop at the the Microsoft conference. No, no,
0: that's
1: why it's weird. I've heard um I've heard rumors that Microsoft was like no you're going to make another dishonored um oh, but, but hell yeah but but that's also
0: I mean I you know for them to have something ready in such short order like I don't that I yeah. maybe there'll be like a logo or you know something like,
1: that's what I think a lot of this is going to be too is like look we don't have stuff to show but like i wouldn't be surprised if you see a fallout new vegas two logo the last three years of fucking that's the thing right if i were if i were bill spencer's boss (laughs) let's let's all take a moment to laugh at how that'll never happen but um (laughs) i would be like dude you can't just show i would rather us not do a show than show logos again for like the fourth year in a row we have to we
0: have to put some fucking video games out before we could do this stuff, uh, but you know, yeah, it's it's hard to say because like you know I like watching Phil Spencer get up there and talk and yeah, like me too. you know it makes me feel good inside even yeah. though I don't play Xbox games. I'm happy they're but. doing it. I, just, I don't mean to say I wish they weren't, yeah. but uh, but and, and it, and, it, you it know, is like a weird like what I think because, you don't have anything for this year do you
1: i think that their studio portfolio is really exciting too you know like i love bethesda i love obsidian um and uh i love the like the their other first party like the like playground and stuff makes great stuff um I'm yeah i make like i'm interested in um in fable four like you said like the, mm-hmm. they they have a portfolio of, of studios and games that i care about and I'm excited about. I would love yeah. for them to give me a yeah. reason to buy a Series X, but I will gladly
0: play Forza Horizon 5. Yeah, and maybe, yeah. Like the, the the rumor I heard was that was going to leapfrog and it was going to be out before Forza Forza 8 I think that Apple will happen. Or Forza, I don't whatever, think it'll Forza be this 10. year. It could be this year, could be early next year, like, you know, they they need to put games out. Yeah. And like, you know, it's been 2 year two 3 years since Forza 4 for, for Horizon 4? Something like that. This will be three years, right? So people still you know, playing that's, it. That's, but, yeah. yeah. But I mean, that's like more than they usually take. Uh, usually it's like a two year cycle. So mm-hmm. if this is three years, like that would well, be not reasonable. Thing,
1: the thing I think that's tough about another Forza Horizon is Forza Horizon 4 is um, really good. I think you could make an argument that it is the best, like drive cars around a big world and tick off objectives and do races. Yeah kind of game i mean comparing it to things like burnout paradise and um uh, uh the crew and stuff like that mm-hmm. i think it's like the yeah. best of those kind of games and i don't know that you can do anything to i don't know what's there to do to it
0: to make it fun new and new around you just have to do a I, new world that is like yeah you know, fun but to drive in. i like, just don't i think that that i don't think that's enough to it's it's more than exciting. they've done for forza motorsport which is literally just it's all the same tracks so that's
1: know? different though
0: because it's going after a different kind of thing like sure and th- i think the the value comparison of like forza four you know forza six to Forza seven for example like you know for recent games or i don't know what they're on eight or whatever but like that, where it's like it's same tracks, you know, you've got like maybe updated like some physics stuff or whatever is less compelling than like New World and Forza Horizon 5, or like you know, in a Forza yeah, Horizon game think, to me.
1: But, but Forza Motorsport's a pretty niche thing, is kind of my point. Like, sure, it's, it's but they it's, also do those
0: games yearly for a while, yeah, <laughs> or like, like or bi yearly. I
1: can but, tell you in the sim racing group that i'm in people compare driving the same car on the same track over like six different sims and all of us buy them all and try them all and then we go we should race this car in this sim on this track Mm -hmm. because it's better in this one than it is in this one (laughs) it's like (laughs) that audience is looking for something different than what the horizon audience is looking for and i just don't know if (laughs) setting it in Mexico is enough to make it, like, exciting again and, and something to be excited about. Because Forza Horizon 4, 3 to 4 was such a big leap because it, the weather stuff and the season stuff mm-hmm. and the way all that stuff interacted with the game world did, it was big. It was like, oh my God, like, I'll never forget sitting down at PAX to play the Forza Horizon 4 demo. And I was like, holy shit, this is going this feels it is different to drive on snow than it is to drive yeah. on dirt than it is to drive on mud like it was so revelatory in that way and then they built up their like their you their sort of um meta infrastructure around it in such a way that was great that it just perfected that whole thing but i don't know that moving to a new
0: location and just carrying all those things over you does get a it. whole lot more people playing the game again cuz they put down you know horizon four whenever and you go okay yeah, well, it's, people, time, people it's time will to come back they, you know I, I think it's no different than like a sports game or you know well i think it is different than a sports game because it's more compelling with a new map than it is to have like a jaded roster and a, a fifa or a.
1: I think it's just diminishing returns Is is really what it is, sure. is all that it, like if, if you but put it that's if you, games <laughs> yeah but if you put i guess this is a, me selfishly saying if you put if, if Forza Horizon 5 is Forza Horizon 4, but now it's in a different place, I don't fucking care about that game. And I think that sucks because Forza Horizon 4 is a game I really loved and I would like to care about Forza Horizon 5. Maybe everybody I, I, else
0: will care, but... <laughs> I, I I would assume it would be more impactful than that, but... You would know, <laughs> hope. That's I, all I'm saying. I, I mean, it's I hope been three years. It's more, more of that. a turnaround than they've had before. But, yeah. But, and, I think you know, I have I, played Forza Horizon 4. Uh, I am, you know, if I go back to it, I'd like to have, like, a new place to drive around even yeah, though like I, i've like you know i it's been long enough that i've forgotten things in forza 4 but just uh, you know give me a new spot like i want to check out a new area and have like new whatever like challenges and if big you stuff. gave me whatever
1: if you said you can have whatever you want for for, for the future of forza what i would say is let's Ace. not no. <laughs> no i would say forget the delineating between like forget forget Forza Horizon and Forza Motorsport. We're calling it Forza. If you want to do on track racing, it's the same physics engine that powers both. All the assists are there to make it a more arcadey game or closer to being a sim, if that's what you want. Um and you want to drive around a big open world, it's there. You want to go to Laguna Seca and race sports cars on a on a tightly laser scanned version of that track. It's there too. All of it's in the same thing. And then I think that'd be fun because you can get those two audiences to kind of like cross over some, and maybe you get some people who think motor, motorsport isn't for them realizing they like track driving, and maybe you get some people who are heavier on the sim side wanting to do some fun, dumb like battle royale with cars or whatever the fuck it's going to be.
2: So, uh, so you want Forza Infinite? Yeah,
1: basically. I think that could be really cool.
0: Uh, and then the Master Chief is there. Yep. Yeah. Now, they do have the warthog in those games so you know it's True. not too far off were you ever able to
1: drive it could you drive it yeah, in, yeah you can drive
0: like it the, in in horizon there was, four yeah for yeah there, there,
1: kind of, there were whole I,
0: races I around remember. it that i think there was one them. like forza motorsport game where you could just look at it in like the garage yeah. view or whatever but you could horizon four let you me tell you it. the most insufferable
1: tiktok thing that i have found so far um is people with racing with and i can say this now <laughs> With where I'm at currently, people with like ultimately very, very like entry level sim hardware, which is cool, not knocking that, but they make these videos where they're like, Yeah, I'm a fucking king shit, and they do something cool in Forza Horizon and then like act as though it means they're like professional race car drivers. Like the tone of it is very like, I drove in reverse and then did a 180 and then threaded the needle between these two cars and then did a power slide into a parking spot. Give me Damn. a call Ferrari and it's like so fucking insufferable. <laughs> Every time one of those videos comes up I'm like you don't need to put the camera on your Logitech G29 for this.
3: <laughs> it's not not that hard <laughs> to do these things. Oh no. Good, I
0: muted myself. Uh, I'm sneeze everybody, just so you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I think that'll that'll have to do it for today. Then, uh, we're you know, we're 45 minutes under uh, quota, but you know, well, that's okay. It's okay to let it go sometimes. Yeah, it we get is. Them next time, hey, we'll have a lot to talk about next week, I'm sure. Hopefully between nintendo and microsoft bethesda yeah, I, was, I should just say microsoft it's all the same now
1: uh, i think you're right though i do think that that it's going to be like i think it's going to be like 40 minutes of bethesda and 20 minutes of other microsoft stuff. it's
0: 90 they've said it's 90 minutes i think oh god then so, it'll be an hour of bethesda and a half hour of microsoft stuff like you know some something like that like you know bethesda did their own like whole presentations for years so like and, they've mm-hmm. got they've got the stuff I, you know, in theory, they've got the stuff. You know, but COVID. What if? Mm, what what if they
1: show the the? Mm, I don't know. They're probably all working on it. Witcher, because they're doing that Witcher Con thing, and presumably they're going to. I mean, there's no nope. reason to build that thing up if they're not if they don't have a new Witcher
0: game. They'll to, probably to tease like a new Witcher game, because that would fit at Microsoft. Because that's where they've done. A lot of... uh, I mm,
1: they did cyberpunk yeah, stuff there. Yeah, years, yeah. So.
0: I mean, yeah, like cyberpunk or the CD Projekt and Microsoft have been tight. I just, but uh, I also don't know maybe. if they can.
1: I don't know if they if CD Projekt has the capital. I think to put.
0: that would be something you would hold for Witchercon because yeah. be- again, that's just going to be like a teaser. Or like yes, here is like
1: Siri. Maybe or something. you don't actually want eyes on the new Witcher game of anyone yeah. other than hardcore witcher fans because yeah everyone
0: else is going to be like what about cyberpunk you idiots uh-huh. uh exactly <laughs> if they <laughs> unveil still, anything, I, I, I don't, don't know. know i still can't buy it on my playstation like is that game even out yet
1: thinking about maybe now's the time google all the time is cyberpunk good yet and every month or so some some website or another will be like
0: no don't play it yet <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then i don't think about it for another <laughs> they put out month. that graph of like oh or patches the and like bugs. The, the like yeah. the, crashes, the crashes going down but yeah. they didn't label the y-axis yeah well so it's just like, and i saw
1: a video i saw a video how much from is this like, going down i saw a video from after their most recent patch where they supposedly fixed a lot of stuff and it was still like a person in the desert and they mm-hmm. fired their rifle in the air and then turned around and police had shown up still and it was like <laughs> still looks the, like there, shit there
0: yeah there were some weird issues with there was like there are parts where basically like you're a vigilante for working for the police and then like i get into a shootout and then from across the street they'd be like hey stop shooting over there and like you know the police are trying to like stop me from you know this job that they told me to do uh yeah. because i got a little bit too far outside the radius or whatever of the zone uh, yeah uh Uh, another game i beat uh that nobody else on this podcast (laughs) i'm gonna play it i'm I'm excited
1: to play it at some point i'm just waiting until it gets better no i don't think that that's gonna make it some
0: like yeah great thing necessarily but but yeah um like i i had like technically like i had a few like weird things but like for the most part my experience was fine sure Um, and it's
1: not the technical stuff it's more the like i want them to they've talked about continuing to fix like the police response and traffic and yeah, shit yeah, like yeah. that like the yeah. world immersive stuff. I don't expect that they're going to do anything to overhaul the game
0: at a core level, but oh um, yeah yeah yeah. But, oh yeah, but I would like, like I mean it to be like slightly in less regards to regards to that stuff, yeah. Yeah. That's... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, there are worse games you could play. Sure, yeah.
1: I I liked the little bit that I played of it and that's part of why I didn't play any further uh-huh. because yeah. I was like, Oh, I actually am really into what they're doing here. And I don't want to play it further into where it starts to get bad Mm -hmm. and ruin this for myself. I'd rather give them the chance because in part of it, is because I did the same thing with the Witcher three, when the Witcher three came out, I did not like the way that game played at all. And um, then they did overhaul like the game feel of it quite a bit. And it's one of my favorite RPGs now. So, Yep.
0: You still got to play that DLC, baby.
1: I know. It's just so once I know there's another thing coming. Well, on, well just...
0: they are. They're actually doing like a, like a, a upgrade for like next gen consoles and stuff. Yeah. And like, so that's gonna come here's to PC the sicko. Too, so you... just wait for that. Well, but my
1: save is on Xbox one. Okay. So, well, as a sicko. I could play
0: it on PS5 when that update comes out. Yeah, and you play can also play the whole game again. <laughs> you you could you can because also I like play it enough. DLCs to do that. you can play the DLCs standalone.
3: That's
1: true. That's true. Maybe that's what I'll really do. Is is
0: and so yeah? Because like that was that was what I did when I was like, oh, I'll play the DLCs. And I was like, okay, well, but I gotta do, your do my new game matter? plus. Uh, that's the problem? No, no. They like the, the what? What do you mean? Like, wouldn't they like, have the? The DLCs do not – DLCs take place during, like, the story. They're not, like, post the story. Like, you can – they're, like – you get to a certain point in the story of the game, and then you can do the DLC. Got it. I was thinking Blood and Wine in particular was, like, after the story of the the base game. Okay. Like, I think there might be some stuff where they do – Talk about, like, stuff that, like, depending on how far you are in the game, you might get, like, some different dialogue, maybe. But, like, for the most part, like, they're kind of standalone experiences. Like, like Blood and Wine specifically, because it's, like, in a whole other yeah. area of the map. But uh, Blood or Heart of Stone takes place in, like, the main area map thing. But Yeah, uh, that's going to do it for this episode of the podcast. Episode one seventy six, June twelfth, twenty twenty one. I have been your host, Andre Cole, aka your partner's favorite platform mascot. You can find me on Twitter at coolslaw c o o l s l four w. Pat, where can people find you? you? Can find me at pjcplays on Twitter. Right, Alex.
2: Uh, doing a coding fix this week.
0: You can find that when it goes up by following at Fix Podcasts on Twitter or go into Fix.Space on the internet. Uh, and if you follow us on Twitter, you can ask us questions like Chris Edgerton did earlier in the episode. And uh, I think that, that's, that's going to be it. Uh, thanks to Jeff Davis for our theme music most of all thank you the listener stay wet gamers <laughs> alex you're muted
2: damn it <laughs> <laughs> for like <laughs> the
0: last three things you said i, now, like,
2: stay, I said stay wet yeah Oh. No, I, I didn't hear stay that stay very wet okay
3: bye
0: bye